Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. One, two, three. One, two, three. Hey, everybody. One, two, three. I want to tell y'all, welcome back to another episode of The Best Show. And my name's Tom, and I'm the host of the show, and we do it each and every Tuesday. And how are you tonight? The phone number, 201 989-9368. No, that's the WFMU number. 201-989-0012. Oh, that drives me nuts that I just said that. But you know what? What are you going to do? It's a weird world, folks. You ever have the auto complete on on your browser? And then mine just, I started to type in thebestshow.net because that's where we host the best show and then my auto complete on uh, the url bar thebeachboys.com when have i ever gone to thebeachboys.com well i gotta check the see if the mike loves new uh new caps are out yet does he have his new his his new uh ball caps out Hey everybody, it's Mike Love, and this is the Beach Boys, and I want to tell you when I, whatever, I'm not gonna do my Mike Love impression all night. My famous Mike Love, and my my award winning Mike Love impression. No, because tonight is the night we talk about two things. Two. Thing number one. Best show twenty four wrap up AMA. Whatever you want to know, it was a 24-hour extravaganza. You didn't know what was coming. You got your minds blown by it. And guess what? I know how the whole thing was put together. You got questions? You call. Yes. You ask me a question. I'll tell you. I'll tell you about the -the behind-the-scenes shenanigans on the Best Show 24 Spectacular. And whatever, you can talk about whatever you want about that show. I want to talk about the moments. I want to ask you what it was like to experience it, because I had my own very specific experience of it in terms of the guests, in terms of the surprises and the all the stuff. I have my own uh, vantage uh, on it, and I want to hear what yours was. Also... The topic, I want you to call up 201-989-0012 and talk to me about when did your favorite artist lose it, whether it's your favorite director, your favorite musician, when did they, when did they lose it? 
And did they get it back? And did they lose it again? Let's get into it. And this can be a positive. This does not have to be some negative thing. Oh, they stunk at this point. They stink. No. We could talk about, oh, they lost their way and then they found it again. And isn't that a beautiful thing to watch people, people find their way again? Not unlike when Jefferson and Starship said, find your way back. Well, actually, we could talk about Jefferson and Starship as one of the people who lost it. So, uh, yeah, how about this? Uh, you call up 201-989-0012, and we talk all about all this stuff, and we have fun tonight in the afterglow of the uh, the afterglow of the Best Show 24 Spectacular. I says, let's go to the phones when we're back, but let's play some music right about now. I want to tell you all, this is the best show. Best show. Best show. Best show. Keep on laughing with the radio on a Tuesday night, on a Tuesday night. When all the other days have got you down, you'll feel alright, you'll feel alright. Over on the best show. We are here, and we are 
doing the show. My name is Tom, and I'm the host of the best show. And we just heard from Eyelids from their upcoming, they have an album coming out next year, Colossal Waste of Light. And that song will be on that album. I can't be told. Eyelids are so great. The Pacific Northwest Zone. Eyelids, baby. Yeah, so uh, welcome back to the best show. Here we are. Fun night. Fun night, yes. Fun night. Fun night. Let's say fun night. We'll all say fun night. I says to you, we are going to talk about when your favorite artist lost it. When? When did they lose it? And did they get it back? And why do I say this? Because I have a very specific, uh, dare I say, a personal, uh, a, a very personal uh, one for myself. We'll talk about it later in the show. Let's get right to it. Let's get right to the phones. Hot phones. Hot phones. We got a... Uh, we got hot phones. Hello, best show. Hey, Tom. My name is Max. Hi, Max. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Max, I'm doing all right. Where are you calling from now? I'm calling from uh, Berkeley, California. Berkeley, California. Whoa, 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 whoa. Fancy schmancy. It's a little fancy. It's a little fancy. Yeah, I can own up to that. Got your... Hey, Tom, I want to say... Okay. Can I say something? I was in the middle of doing some funny stuff, but by all means, let's... let's. We're going to go at Max. Sorry, I, just, I was so... No, no, no. You're all fired you up, Max. You're all... Okay, you're all fired up, Max. I'm going to follow your lead. What were you saying? Well, I, you know, I'm just... Uh, I was so eager to congratulate you on the 24-hour show. It was just so amazing. Uh... I didn't think I was going to do the whole thing, but I pretty much did the whole thing. You know, I started at the top and it just sucked me in. Uh, and, and specifically that, that Mike Watt set was just unbelievable. So, uh, thank you for putting all that together. It was just so beautiful. And uh, congratulations. Max, that means so much to me. That's why we did it. We did it. We did it as a way to just say, first of all, to say, Tom's got a paperback book out now called It Never Ends. It was out in hardcover last year. Last Tuesday, the paperback came out. And that's what we were trying to say that for starters. But then we also wanted to say, this is the best show. We're going to do the best version of the best show. And we're going to show uh, show everybody. What's that now? Oh, I just said you did it, you rat bastard. You did it doubly now. Thank you. I appreciate it. We did eight shows. Eight shows, Max. 24 hours. It's amazing. Yeah. Now, the thing with it was it was meant to be a little bit of a, or a lot a bit, of a, hey, here's the show. Here's how we do it. We're not messing around, and we know what we've done before, and we're going to tell you what we're about to do. A little bit of that. A little bit of a way to break out of the pandemic malaise and the show being 
kind of hamstrung by the pandemic and by geographical situations and, and, and challenges. And to just say it's 2022, we're moving forward and we're going, uh, we're going fast and we're, we're, we're going hard. Well, I'd say you did all that and more. It was, it was really amazing. So uh, yeah, just thank you again. Uh, yeah. What a feat. What a feat. Thank you so much. Uh, It really means a lot to me. What were some of your, what were some moments you like Mike Watt? You said, um, which, yeah, you know, I've seen him a couple of times and it's always fantastic, but just to see him do that set of pure stooges, uh, which is crazy. So beautiful. Unbelievable. I, I, there were so many times, Max, that I was truly shocked and stunned and could not believe that I got to be in the room for these things, let alone have them on my show. Yeah. And to witness, to have all these people come out and give the way they were of their talent, people who I've been friends with for for decades, people who I've been friends with recently, people who I've never met. Everybody came out and joined in, and what a what a uh, truly uh, it was a truly special thing. And I was fighting back tears so much because I could not believe it was happening on the best show. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. So what do you? What's your favorite? Uh, I, what's your I favorite also... snack? What's your favorite dessert, Max? You're out there in Berkeley. What do you like? Dessert? A uh, a gelato. I picture gelato being a big deal for you in Berkeley. Is that would that be fair to say? You're just you're getting a gelato vibe from me. Well, I mean, a, a, I get a gelato vibe off of Berkeley. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about the. You know, the actually my favorite thing here is is the vegan ice cream because mm. the dairy is kind of hard on me, but I like ice cream. Yeah. You know? So if you can find some good vegan ice cream, and we've got some good vegan ice cream, oh. then you're set. There's nothing better than than high quality vegan ice cream. Look out! I yeah, when they can it. really when they can really trick you. Yeah, it's uh, you know, you've got it. Unbelievable! It is crazy. Yeah, because the secret, Max. I'll clue you in. If you've ever had an amazing vegan cupcake or an amazing uh, vegan, some amazing vegan ice cream, yeah, it's a little secret that they do. They pour a pound of sugar into it. Yeah, I don't love the cupcake. The little I don't love the cupcake. That's a I don't know about that one. You don't love a vegan cupcake? No, just the cupcake in general just in as general. an invention is a little bit wanting. Well, this is, and what about it? The experience you is it the is it that lowly that lowly uh, cake portion that's not iced? Yeah, yeah. It's, a little too it's dry. Like it, it's inevitably a little bit dry, you know? Well, Max, what if I told you that I just had the greatest idea of ever? I'm going to say this. I am a font. I'm locked in. I'm on some kind of wavelength. Yesterday, I was talking to uh, Brett from Forever Dog, and I said to him, here's an idea for a podcast. I'm not going to say what it is. And I said, that might be the best idea I've ever had in my life. Then, today... Five minutes before the show, I said, Brett, I'm going to drop another podcast idea on you. And it was, it made the other idea look like trash. But the other idea is still uh, 
sterling silver, but this idea is now platinum. And then now talking to you, Max, here's another idea. You and I get some seed money together. We open, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. we open a bakery called Cupcake 360. Now, what pray tell is Cupcake 360 all about? It's the only yeah, fully, go on, go on. It's the only fully iced cupcake, top to bottom. Oh wow! Uh huh. Uh huh. No, none of yeah. that lousy, dry cupcake base. Is a 360 cupcake. Yeah. No, I'm wondering though, is, is the icing all kind of like, um, all kind of moist or, or some of it sort of like that hard shell chocolate, you know, that kind of, can some of it sort of get that, that kind of crispness? You know what I'm talking about? We got to get some of the crispness in there because it can't just be, it can't just be a mushy pile of icing because that's no good either. That's too far the other way. That's too far the other way. Right. It's like, what if we look at it as the cupcake top has full full traditional cupcake icing on the top? Okay, well, I'll tell you what. I, you know, I'm in grad school, so I have no money to my name, but I'll wire you everything I have tonight well, so we can get this you know, off the ground and running. This is the best thing anybody's ever said to me. I'll wire you everything I have. I wish yeah. I I wish I knew how to accept a wa- like like I realize in moments like that I don't live in a movie. I have no idea what yeah, to do. Are you going to wire it to me? Oh yeah, did you wire it yet? You're like, "Yeah, I wired it 2 days ago." I didn't get it. <laughs> um I will just, say you know, that, I've always wanted to say that. It just seems yeah. like a fun thing to say, but you're right. It doesn't really mean anything. No. Well, maybe it doesn't mean anything to uh to to slobs like us. But these Richie yeah. Riches, these Richie Riches, they'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's a wiring. You had, it, they, it'll mean something to us after Cupcake 3, you know, whatever it is. After what is it, Cupcake 360, we'll be wiring money yeah. this way, that way, up, down. We're not going to look back, Max. Yeah. yeah. But the base of the, uh, to, to, to treat the, the, uh, the base of the cupcake, that should be like a lighter, like you said, that maybe that could be a little crunchier. But not Dudio. Can you come in here, please? This guy is a food. He's a bit of a foodie. He is. An, he appeared on a national show where he t- t- did food taste tests and all these things. He's a he's a recurring uh, guest on the Drew Barrymore talk show. Very recurring. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. The last time is this the right mic? Yet? Okay, here we go. The last time I recurred was. 2020? Okay. It's her loss. It is her loss. It is her loss. I sent emails. But I'm still technically it. I, they never fired me. Yeah. So I'm here as yeah. uh, Drew Barrymore's uh, mm-hmm. Drew's News food dude. Yeah. Got bad news for you. What's, what's that? Yeah. I just saw the new food dude. Oh, God. Who is it? Tom Sizemore. Oh, come on. Sizemore? Tom Sizemore. <laughs> He's Drew's you new food, dude. He just rolls in yeah. from what? a hard night. I'm not eating anything. I'll throw up. You want me to eat? Dude, I got to eat. Keep an empty stomach. I'll throw up anything I eat right now. I went a little too I went a little too hard last night by Sizemore. Yeah. Sizemore standards. I yeah. went too hard last night. 
Here's what Max and I are proposing. Okay. The problem with a cupcake, according to Max, and Max is, is correct about this, uh-huh. the top is better than uh-huh. the bottom. The top's better than the bottom. The dry, the lowly dry bottom of a of a cupcake, comparatively, compared to the to the icing paradise at right. the top of a cupcake. Yeah. So we're launching cupcake. Kind of an icing utopia. Kind of an icing utopia. Thank you. That could be. A, we could get that. Uh, Pat, can you order a neon sign that says "Kind of an icing utopia"? We'll put that in uh, <laughs> cup, <laughs> Cupcake Three Sixty, our first branch. I, I got you want you want rush delivery or regular rush? We'll do rush. Okay. Rush extra right. rush if you can. Yeah, we'll, we'll spend rush. more money be, on it. It'll be here Thursday morning. Perfect. Okay. Now, I have bad news for you though. What's that? This already exists. Hold on, Cupcake Three Sixty mm, no. already exists. There are already bakeries that just do the tops. Oh no! Yeah, there was an episode of Seinfeld about this, about muffin tops, about the value <laughs> of a muffin top right. versus the lousy. <laughs> cap the base cap of <laughs> right, a muffin. Right, right. So this is not this is not So uncharted. you're fine with just going forward your way. We are not just doing cupcake tops. Okay. We're doing a full cupcake. How do you what do you call? What are the portions of a cup? What are they called? A base and a lid? What are we going to call? I them? think base and lid works. Yeah. I yeah, I think those are the scientific designations. Yeah, the base and the a lid. Head? The head? see now it gets a little no, I'm looking for this. Look, I, I'm shocked that Mike didn't say that. <laughs> Mike, you awake? What's up, guys? Oh, there's. I don't like that. <laughs> oh, jeez. I don't like that. <laughs> What's up, guys? I, I'm sorry, I conjured it. What's up, guys? Hey. Now, yeah, I don't want to call it the head. No, the no, cupcake. no. That's the hat, the hat, a cupcake hat, the cupcake hat. And Mike, tell me what you think of this. Pat, tell me what you think of this cupcake 360. The top of the <laughs> cupcake is as is the way you get a normal cupcake icing on top, whatever flavor it is. But the rest of the cupcake, Max, do you think we dip it? Are we dipping oh. it? Do we? Yeah, I think, I think we have a vat uh, and you, you dip them and it's that stuff. You know what I'm talking? We've talked. I said it already, but it's like that chocolate you used to put on ice cream. You know that would harden into yeah. kind of a shell. Oh yeah, magic yeah. shell. Yeah. magic shell. One question. Yeah, yeah. what's that? Yeah. How are you going to hold this thing? Uh, Special gloves. Are you going to eat this with a fork and knife? You could if you're fancy. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, but you're not. But it's like we're selling cupcakes. It's not that fancy. <laughs> the, whole, <laughs> the bottom of the cupcake is so you can hold it. No, that's not why it was made. <laughs> No, it's it gonna says, come you in can't stick your fingers in the icing. That, that cardboard no, okay. thing, the hot we gotta dog figure comes. this out. What if we have a sleeve like a like a like a coffee? Oh yeah. Uh-huh. But get this, Max. Yeah, Edible yeah. sleeve. The corrugated cardboard. <laughs> Edible sleeve. What is it? Gummy? Is it like a gummy sleeve or like a fruit roll-up? That'd be made of ham. Uh, well, if oh, we're Jesus. talking about an edible sleeve, I think that's called um, a waffle comb, and I think we've just invented ice cream Max, kind of backwards. I was going to say it should be made of tuna fish, but I think it should be <laughs> waffle comb. <laughs> oh, I like some tuna fish. I do too, but I not with a magic. Not with magic shell. I don't. This is great. I love. We're <laughs> no, on. The, no. We're off to the races on this. Mike, would you eat it at Cupcake Three Sixty? Yeah, I, I like the idea of the cone, but but yeah, I mean it's sort of a baked goods version of an ice cream cone. Yeah, it, yeah. And then that, Mike, you get in on this wiring money action. 
Yeah, Mike knows how to wire money. <laughs> Trust me. This guy's got yeah. mucho dinero. <laughs> he's got uh he's got all that uh Bayonne cash. Those Bayonne bucks. Didn't they, they, they was not a in Bayonne, you flash the cash. That's how you get what you want in Bayonne. To ensure proper service. You know what I'm talking about, Mike, right? Tip, yeah. Tips. Tips. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new office hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. Who are the animals because I don't smell them. You ever do it? You ever literally fold the money under your thumb, Mike, and do the handshake? (laughs) I have. Oh, yeah. I have. No, I've never done that. I, I have. I do it all the time. I do. Yeah, I do it when I go to a coffee shop. I reach over and make them shake my hand, <laughs> and I have a dollar in yeah. it. And then now they have to go back and wash their hands for five minutes during a drought because somebody couldn't resist just touching their hand. Hey, come here. Come here. Come on. I just want to thank you. Now they have five go, come here, come and COVID. And COVID also. They might have COVID now. And they won't be able to work for a week and a half. But I go, seriously, let's let me just want to shake your hand and go, thank you so much for uh, throw the camera on for this. Put can we put the camera on? I want to show you how you do the handshake. Cameras up. Okay. Let's say this is money. Take it. How many times? Okay, that's how many times you fold it. Well, it's money's not shaped in a square, right? But then you do that with it. Yeah. And you go. Like this. Hey, we got it. We got to get the wide shot, Andrew. Sorry to say, don't think we set the wide shot. Now has cut to a wide shot as a part of the thing. (laughs) Is it out there? What we're gonna do is we'll do video. I'll come to this. I'll come to this. We'll do. Yeah. Here we go. There we go. You go like this. There we go. No, no. Leave it right there. Okay. There we go. Hey, thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Thanks for both hands. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. And then you go. He just put money in my hand. (laughs) What? How'd that happen? That's how you do it. Max, who knew yes. the first call tonight would be my lottery ticket? You. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Thanks. I just have a way. I just yeah. want to say All one thing. Say. And don't take this the wrong way, Max. That thing you just did. Yeah. Re- that thing you just did. We went, huh? 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 Just don't do that at the Cupcake 360. It's a little. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear I don't, hear, I don't want to hear that all day. No, no offense. I don't want to hear. I don't want to be just like, "Hey, uh, Max, I think we're out of the uh, vanilla cupcakes." Huh? 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 I'll be like, I can't take it anymore. Max is always doing that. Sound. Yeah. Huh? Huh? Oh, I just huh? did it now. Oh my gosh. Does it drive oh, you nuts sorry. too? We'll be like in the break room. Does it drive you nuts too? It's driving me nuts. Um, can... It makes me as sick as it makes you. I gotta say. Well, so. That's cold comfort, no, but I'll take it. Thank you, Max. You, you were a great call, and I'll talk to you very soon. Sure. Thanks, Tom. Okay, bye.
Or you can cut the video. <laughs> thank you. Um, thank you, Jason. Tom, do you do you do the uh, the money fold to just stick it in the can at the at the coffee shop or bagel shop or whatever? Like versus like doing the tip on the iPad. Do you would you rather do a money fold between one and three dollars and stick that if, in like someone's tip jar? If I got the cash, they'll yeah. get the cash. Exactly. If I exactly. don't got the I, cash, I'll tip on the app. But I prefer to I, tip in cash. Same. You know why? Yes. Free and clear. It's, free and clear. It's it's free and clear. And it's also like it's a lot more satisfying. I think for for you, the consumer, and them, the yeah. clerk, mm-hmm. to see it happen. But but lately, and I, I this happened to me today at lunch. I find that it's a race with the with the iPad processing and everything. Like I have to get I have to get the wallet and get get the wallet back out, get the cash like ready. Hope hope I have singles, and so that they visually see this before I'm declining the no to the. 18, 20% because, you know, I don't want them to think I'm not doing anything, but it's like, you know, it's, it's become so fast and haphazard with the technology thing now that I'm like, I find myself stumbling to just get the cash out and present it yeah. before they think I'm some, I'm some cheap guy. Oh, no, I get it. I get it. You know what you have to got to do? You got to uh, get your money ready before you go in. You got to yeah. make sure you drop the tip in when they turn back with your with your coffee, yeah. you don't tip when they got your back to it. They don't know. They might think you're still cheapo. I always, always just make a sound. What's that now? I, I always just make a sound like, whoop, there it goes in. I always go, here comes so that guy. Here comes the tip going into the tip jar. <laughs> you guys are too <laughs> verbal with it. Yeah. In the I, hole. I'm just like stammering. I'm never ready for it. And then I smack the side of the tip thing so loud so that all the coins rattle and they know I'll be. That's a tip for the people that work here. Yeah. Look, to ensure proper service. This is not a selfless act. I want something from it too. Back to the phones. Back to the phones. Best show. Hello. Hello. To whom am I speaking? Hi. Hi. Uh, this is Nicole from San Jose. I'm calling about the topic. I am excited to hear you talk about the topic, Nicole. Yes. Yeah. Who, uh, who the, is, when who did is your somebody, favorite like artist lose? Yeah. It? Who is somebody huh? that you had in mind when you heard this topic? Who popped to mind for you? First, it was Eminem. Eminem. Yes, that's a big one for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when do you feel Eminem lost it? Personally, I think he lost it around relapse. Uh, before he made recovery because I actually liked relapse but then I listened to him after and I was like this guy is not a good rapper anymore so let's go through the discography right now so we got we're looking at walk through me with this Nicole if you could we had mm-hmm. uh, what was the bit Wait, where are we here where are we on this list here we had uh the Slim Shady LP was where it all began. Mm-hmm. Then the Marshall Mathers LP. You're still flying high right now, right? 
Then the Eminem show. Still on board. Mm-hmm. Encore. 2004's Encore. Mm-hmm. Still loving it. Eminem's still your hero. Yeah. Yeah. You still want to murder people the way he's saying to murder them. <laughs> you still want to follow his commands yeah. when he says, when he's, mm-hmm. he's, he's rapping all about Kim. Oh, he hated Kim so much. I didn't know what to do. I, I was like, boy, oh boy, this, this fella sure don't like Kim a whole lot. Yeah, that's true. Then, May 15th, 2009, Relapse comes out. And you says what when Relapse comes out, Nicole? Well, I'm like, I think he's starting to lose it. Like you could feel, okay, he's not on his game like he like like Eminem was. He's maybe getting a little little less than what you had appreciated before. That that's that's how you felt. Yeah. Now the next the very next year because it was a 5 year gap between encore and relapse, but then recovery was 1 year later and you said about recovery what? I hate this album. I hate this album. And has he ever been the same since? No. Hold on a second. You mean to say you don't enjoy the song Lucky You on the album Kamikaze? Yep, that's right. You don't enjoy the song from the the song called Venom, which was also featured in the motion picture of the same name? Yep. (laughs) Hold on. If I'm following what you're saying, Nicole... You're you're telling me that you don't need to hear Bad Husband from the album Revival. Yeah, that's awful. Yeah. So he's just bad now to you. He's bad and he lost it. He's never coming back. That's right. And you do you think he's actually less talented than than you did before because you said you think he he's not a, a much he's not a great rapper. I mean, you still think that it's not his his skill is gone. It's not his lyric writing. You think his actual skill has 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 diminished. Like he can't even he couldn't That's even right. rap. He can't. So if he was to do like an old song, he would not. You think he would be lacking? Yes, that's true. Okay. When you saw him at the Super Bowl, did you see him at the Super Bowl? Yes, I did. And did you think that sucked? I thought it was okay. Just okay. Yeah. You know what bothers me about that one song by him when it's always like, threw up on my shirt, it's mom's spaghetti. It's like, it's the most disgusting <laughs> lyric I've ever heard in my life. First of all, yeah, first of all, you know, first of all, either your mother's spaghetti is the worst spaghetti on the planet that you just threw up on your shirt, or you might consider some sort of bib or napkin if you're if you're barfing that regularly. Like 
Like, or you maybe you could probably go see a doctor. Honestly, if you're throwing up that that easily, you just eat your mom's spaghetti, and now you're just like, Bleh. that's a problem. That's a medical yeah, condition. True. Yeah. No. I appreciate the call, Nicole. Anything else? That's all. Thanks for listening. I appreciate you talking to me. And you have a grand evening, Nicole. You too. Bye bye. Good calls. Good calls. Everybody's everybody's getting in the spirit of it. And I want to talk to the best show, uh, the the best show producers about their. What is this? Hello, best show. Hey, Tom. Hey, what are you band practice? I, I am recording a record, but now oh. I'm out of the studio. Oh, I met this fella. I met this fella at the book. Yeah, that was that was super cool to uh, to get a chance to chat with you for a little bit. We did a book event at a great bookstore in Los Angeles called Stories, and uh, it's a it's an amazing right. bookstore. Uh, and this this uh, fella came up to me and said that he calls the show as Jesse from Seattle, but he's actually in Los Angeles right now. And he's came by the book signing and the book uh, conversation. It was in conversation with Jason Walliner, my friend Jason Walliner, director of Borat 2, one of the most amazing people, one of the most amazing friends and talented people you'd ever be lucky enough to meet. Um, and it was a fun night. And um, afterwards, I talked to Jesse. Now, Jesse, what what do you got for the topic? What do you got for us? Yeah, I mean, first the the twenty four hour experience was it was just amazing. I mean, like we, I was driving down from Seattle um, with my friend Waylon coming down to L.A. and the show started like right when we left. Now, hold on a so second, your friend Waylon, your friend Waylon, yeah, this is not Waylon Flowers. It's not Whalen Flowers, no. Oh. I was kind of bummed Whalen Flowers didn't call in during the 24-hour best show. Nobody made that happen. What's up with that? Or Madam, at the very least. If you can't get Whalen Flowers and Madam, <laughs> I was hoping Madam would call on her own. So, um, <laughs> by all means, let's keep aging the show out so that only 90-year-olds yeah, so <laughs> only understand it. Um so Jesse came by, said hi. He's in town recording with his band Advertisements. Nailed it. Yeah, you got it right. Yeah. That's awesome. So what what do you got for the topic? Who who lost it? Who's lost it, Jesse? And when did they lose? Yeah, so I mean this kind of goes in into with what you guys have been talking about on the show. Um Ruth. Um, always been a favorite of mine. I was like Interesting. raised on his music. My dad was always playing his stuff when uh-huh. I was growing up. And as I've gotten older, I've just you know it's grown it's grown on me more and more. And it's like it's met me where I'm at in mm-hmm. different phases in, of my life. And I I still really love it. Okay. Um, so when did Bruce think, Springsteen so, like, lose? It? Yeah, I think the consensus is in the '90s. Um, you know, around um, Lucky Town, right, right after it goes to Tom Joad, you have Lucky Town and um, um, right Human before. Touch. Those are before, my friend. 
Human Touch and Lucky Town are 1992. Mm-hmm. Ghost of Tom Joad was kind of the recovery from those two duds. Uh, that was 95. Okay. Ghost of Tom Joad is 95, which is him kind of trying to right the okay. ship. Right, doing like a Nebraska round two kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting to me, though, because I think, I think people... I think that Lucky Town and uh, Human Touch are so, you know, they just, they don't live up as, as full records to the earlier stuff. And it's like, that kind of causes people to overlook some of the songs on there that I, mm-hmm. I actually think are really good. Um, Mike is always like, telling me about a song uh, he loves called 57 Channels. I've yet to check this song out. He's, he tells me that this song is at least as good as Born to Run. And I'm just waiting for the right moment where I can truly take it in. Uh, I think if you're like ever really hungover in the morning or, or tired, um, maybe you're just feeling like crap one day or recovering from sickness. You just have to listen to 57 channels with yeah. nothing on. Oh, wait, there's nothing on them? There's nothing on those channels. Well, that's a whole other wrinkle. I assumed he was going to be like 57 channels. Channel two's got the news. Channel three's got the. Sh- <laughs> Channel four's got the news <laughs> as well. Channel five's got Seinfeld. Channel seven's got the news <laughs> as well. Channel nine's showing King of Queens. Channel eleven showing Raymond. Channel thirteen's got Nova. Nova. <laughs> So Mike, you could, you, uh, Mike, you're always telling me this is a good song, Fifty Seven Channels. You didn't tell me there was nothing on any of them. Sorry, I left out that detail. <laughs> you're burying the the lead. <laughs> yeah. What a what a those albums though. All kidding aside, yikes! It's like he got all the bad stuff out of the way. It's like. He needed to put two, like he had two bad albums worth of material in him. And he's just like, let's just do them all right now. Yeah. I don't know what the thinking was. It, it was perplexing at the time. Um, and then he, he, he goes out with a new band and uh, yeah, I just skipped the whole affair. Yeah. It's not good. It's straight. I, anytime I hear those songs on that Bruce Springsteen satellite radio station, it's something from lucky time. I was like, yikes. <laughs> bad news mike when this you is... oh, i was just gonna ask that that song like to me living proof on lucky town like that that to me is an undeniably solid bruce song yes yeah. I, I like a couple choice songs i like human touch um and and uh, great, that my, was exactly my heartland is another another hidden gem on there right and then there a lot of people have a song that has actually like people, better days is a song that people seem to like, but if I should fall behind is like a huge, it's gro- a beautiful song. Oh, that's a great one of a song. Yeah. yeah. So look, I know what I'm saying when I say it's all terrible. It's not all terrible, but there's if a I should fall behind is a town on the bell on cover, right? No. No. Bruce a, wrote that song. No, he wrote. He that, wrote. If I should fall song. behind. Yeah. Yeah, see, that's that's incredible to me. That I would include that as well. I'd say uh, that's another good one on there. So, but you still feel like so when you say he lost it, you you mean he lost it 
in relation to the the previous music. Yeah, I, mean, I think those are crappy records too. Like I don't, you know, I, I'm not, I'm defending them almost devil's advocate a little bit here mm. because they have good tracks on them. But I guess I was just going to pose the question to 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 y'all, like if there's examples of artists like that where it's like they lose it, but then you know, losing it for them doesn't bring them down to an unlistenable level. It just yeah. brings them down a notch and you have to sift through the material. Well, no, that's you know, fair. We, can, the rising, that's yeah. an amazing record. we could, we could differentiate with those and just say like, yeah, this part, they lost it, but they didn't go, they weren't just atrocious. Cause some people are going right. to be atrocious because it's funny. Cause Mike is always talking about yeah. 57 channels, but Pat <laughs> is always telling me to check a song called pony boy out. Oh, he yeah. said, yeah. Pony boy. <laughs> Pony Boy is the worst of it, but uh, I. But caller, you just mentioned the Rising. I have to disagree. I think I would rank the Rising below both Lucky Town and Human Touch. Mm. Uh, wow! And with the exception of, wait, is Radio Nowhere on that, or is that on the next one? That's on Magic. Yeah, Magic, Magic, Magic is better than both Lucky Town and Human Touch, but the Rising is worse than Lucky Town and Human Touch. I'm sorry, but wow. There's not a good song. There's not one song on there. I, I can't stand it. There's not one good song on the right. You're telling me that Let's Be Friends, Skin to Skin, is not a good song. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you that Meet Me at Mary's Place is one of his worst songs. He but you don't, you don't like Waiting on a Sunny Day? Nope. I would really? Rather, I, 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 I'm over there uh, on a cloudy day uh, singing uh, Lucky Town. You don't like My City of Ruins. Into the fire. Into the fire. Nope. You know Tom, yeah, Tom, you were going to say My City of Ruins? That's yeah. a classic. I'll pass. I, I'm sort of with Pat on this. Mm, I, yeah. I thought I think there's some real clunkers on there. And to the point where I had to like sort of reconfigure the album to make it listenable for me. That that I, I didn't have to skip songs. Mm -hmm. so, so, so you I'm, like I'm deleted sort of, stuff in iTunes to make it work for you? I yeah, I I deleted a Mary's place. I mean, yeah, that, that that song is terrible. I, I do not like that song. And, and he really pushed that on the tour too. And I was like, Oh, oh, God. oh God. Yeah. That, yeah, that, that, that became their, their, uh, they, in the tour set, they, they replaced 10th Avenue freeze out with that and yeah. then had, and then oh, it's and a better now, song. And, and now kids, it's like, it's like a moment for like kids in the audience to jump up and on stage and sing. And I, and I hate it. I hate it so much. Yeah. It was a precursor to cowboy Pete. You know, it was just big time. Uh, Big time. It was, it was just it was, a, a clunker. He couldn't hear it, that it was yes. a clunker, you know, right. which yeah. was that that's yeah, that's disappointing when he's pushing something and like the audience isn't really there with him. Yeah. No. Too many. Yes, men. So it point. seems like it seems like you're saying the the rising is falling here on the best <laughs> show. Actually, I mean, <laughs> the rising's falling. And look, I just got a text from a, a, a bona fide rock star. I uh, just checked in. Uh, I love Lonesome Day on The Rising. Yes. Got, got a yeah, that's a good song. I love can The you, Rising. I think you guys you, are wrong. This guy loves The Rising. One guy loves The Rising. Two, it's no, the 20th anniversary, the too. You're crapping all over The Rising. Yes. <laughs> two days after and the 20th guys, anniversary. And guys, two days after. And I'll tell you this. The best song monsters. on there, the, 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 I think the only notable song is uh, Girls in Their Summer Clothes. And even that is... That's on it's, magic. It's, it's, yeah, that's not on the, the rise. That's so, on magic, so, man. So there you go. I, magic, oh. I stand by. Is, is magic's pretty, great. It's a pretty solid album. But, I love but it. The other I love ones. the. I love when everybody fights. 
yeah, over I, it. <laughs> Mike I'm is sorry. mad, and Pat's mad, <laughs> and Jason's mad. They're all mad because they're arguing over which late period Bruce Springsteen album's worse than the other one. <laughs> can, can, I can I share one memory about when The Rising came out, of and course. then I'll shut up about it? No, go ahead. Let's, uh, come on up for The Rising memory. <laughs> all right. All right. So when they were promoting that record, they went, they did uh, the Today Show live, right? Like that, they were all there that morning. They were going to play mm-hmm. on the on the outdoor summer stage for the Today Show, right? I do and, remember that. I remember Matt Lauer played the sax solo on Jungle Land that day. Was <laughs> very exciting <laughs> twist. Um, so I remember waking up early to to watch it, and I I waked I, I woke up early, and the the woman who was interviewing them um did not know the name of the album and she kept saying it over and over again the whole band's lined up like open to camera left to right entire lineups there and she has the mic out and she's talking to each one of them and she's like i'm here with bruce springsteen the east street band who just released the risen tell us about the risen and and no and no one had the heart to correct her she just kept saying the risen the risen like over and over i was cracking up i just remember laughing so hard those moments are so depressing (laughs) yeah if anybody have that clip please send yeah please it might i don't know if it was i don't know what i think it was like 80 percent sure it was the today show but uh, yeah, it was probably the Today Show outside the plaza. It might have been they were doing something on on the Asbury Park boardwalk. I can't remember it exactly, mm-hmm. but it's out there. It's so funny. That's it. Yeah, it's so funny that he would do something on the Asbury Park boardwalk. Uh, he really drew a line that that was his boardwalk, which made uh, Bon Jovi shoot the In and Out of Love video on the uh, the Point Pleasant boardwalk. It was a, no Seaside Heights boardwalk. Forgive me, please. Yeah. It was kind uh, of he's, a retaliatory he was more of a gesture. Guy. He is more of a seaside guy. In and out of love. People changing in that bathroom 10 feet away, trying to change other gross, sandy bathing suits while Bon Jovi sets up to play one song, to lip sync to one song. <laughs> <laughs> Seagulls flying around eating garbage out of dumpsters. I'm looking at the song list, and I'm pretty sure I cut cut out Worlds Apart, mm-hmm. Let's Be Friends, The Fuse, Mary's Place, mm-hmm. and Paradise. Mm. So then we go from 15 songs to 10 songs. Yeah. Look, this guy. Mike, I did the same thing when I, my copy of um, Go to Heaven by the Grateful Dead, <laughs> I, uh, I decided to alter it so that I, so it would. It fit my style more, and by that I mean I scratched a quarter across the both sides of the vinyl. I, I'm with you on that. That was the album. Not only did I get off the bus, I jumped out the window. Uh huh. You you made a you made an Alabama <laughs> Quick, getaway. An yourself. emergency exit. Yeah, Alabama getaway, getaway. Did they play that? Did they play that at shows, or was that like considered like a? Junkie? No, I wasn't going to see them at that point. But did they ever go back? Did that song just fall out of the set list forever? Uh, they played it all the time. They played. Yeah, no, I, I think that was the one lasting song from there. And Althea, mm-hmm. those two songs lasted. What about that song? They have this one song. I will get by. 
boo doo boo 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 What is that song now? <laughs> yeah. Touch of Grey, yes. That, did they, that, did, that, did, did that they catapulted have, them into the top yeah. 10. Did they have to do that song at all their shows? <laughs> I wasn't the, uh, part of the action at that yeah. time. I all was right. long gone. Long gone. Now you're back, You can make it into the 80s, the 90s. Forget about it. I remember 10 years ago, Mike said, I'm out. The only thing that could bring me back is if John Mayer joined the group. And I was like, Mike, it's never going to happen. And Mike was like, I know. I know it's never going to happen. My dream came Just true. Just fingers yeah. crossed. Uh-huh. And then it did your dream. Dreams do come true sometime. <laughs> I, I, lo- I looked at some of the YouTube, YouTube uh, uh-huh. clips yeah. from uh, the recent tour. And, oh, man, it's awful. Mm. It was, it's painful. Well, I had a feeling it might be awful when I heard they were still playing Grateful Dead songs. That uh, <laughs> it might not be good. Um, all right, I'm gonna Jesse. We're gonna say goodbye. Thanks for the call. Let's go to line four. Line four. Let's see what's up on line four. Best show. Welcome. Hey Tom, how's it going? Good, good. Who am I talking to? It's uh, Donnie in Buffalo. Donnie in Buffalo. How are you doing, Donnie? I'm doing great. I just wanted to say, you sob, you did it. Yeah. Twenty four hours. It was amazing, incredible. I can't even begin. Uh, I listened live about 14 hours. It was, I, I don't know how you did it. It was amazing. Thank you. Thank you. What was your, um, what was your favorite part? Well, I was going to ask you that question, um, but I was, my favorite part personally, and it's very personal that uh, I was, I got to call in and I talked to Jason and Dudio when you were taking a nap. I got to tell a story about being in a porta potty that involved the band Corn, so that was kind of my favorite, only because now I have document of it. But um, sure, uh, my favorite parts were uh, I, I, I was hoping to ask you this question, but my favorite parts were absolutely Travis Cocker, which was an amazing hour. Uh, I mean, just the the whole idea, and I know how much he means to you. He means that to me too. Mm-hmm. That was incredible. And, and even more so Chris Elliott, Adam Resnick, that was yeah, so great. It was so great. Thank you. Thank you. So those are, those are two of the ones that jumped out for you. Yeah. Those were, Absolutely. those were, those were biggies. Um, yeah, I, I, um, yeah, I, I felt it was, uh, just so, uh, I I mean I knew where we were going with the with the show and I was hoping that the uh the schedule held. I was hoping that the schedule would hold and the guests would keep showing up and the people wouldn't cancel or flake out or whatever. Um and and it all worked. For 24 hours it worked. Pretty much everybody showed up. Everybody who was supposed to be there showed up. Couldn't believe it. 24 hours. Something that big with that many moving parts. For that to have panned out. I don't even know what to say. I couldn't imagine that happening. And it did. So, yeah. I... I um. Let me pull up. Uh, let me pull up the schedule because then I can talk about it. 
Okay, I got the sketch. If I can interject for a second, too, I just want to say of that course, the Twitch thing, Yeah. I mean, I know that there's an aversion to sort of what comes with that, but I have to tell you, it means a lot for the, the fans and for people mm-hmm. who, it, it's an easy way to be able to just come right onto the show. And yeah. it, I have to tell you, the chat is so much fun. Oh, it's great absolutely. to see what people say. It, it, it's fantastic. No, we want it to be, I'll say this. We're trying to we're trying to crack some stuff open here and make some take advantage of the circumstances we have, whether it be the studio or and the personnel and the location, all of it. We want to take we want to take advantage of every bit of it and do everything we can with it. And um, we. Uh, so in the in the name of that, we're trying to simplify certain things so that we can just get to the good stuff. And the reality is, like people worked so hard on building so many of these things that the world, when the best show came back in 2014, 2015, it's a different world in terms of platforms and all of that stuff now. It's different. So we want to take advantage of what's what's available to us and that's what we're really trying to do and it allows for a lot of things to be more interactive and fun and we want it to just be fun and so we can all focus on the good part of the thing yeah it it has made it so much i mean it's always fun no matter what but being able to see people in real time reacting and thinking the same thing you're thinking Mm -hmm. or you know putting something to light that is like, Oh yeah, it's, 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 it's wonderful. Thank you. And we, we have, um, the, uh, the video part will be, we'll do video when it makes sense to do video. It's not going to, everything's not going to be on video, but, um, when it, when video makes sense, absolutely. We'll do video. We can do it for little moments in it. We could do whole shows on video, whatever we want to do we can do and we're going to do this is really and i'll say this you're 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 bringing something out of me my friend you're bringing something out of me you got a little little you know and donnie you're making me think of this topic i put on the table which was when did your favorite artist lose it i'll put myself under the microscope for that the show has always been the best show. It's always so special. It's always so important to me. I always wanted to be as great as possible, but the last couple of years with the pandemic and me moving to Los Angeles and the studio still being in New Jersey and not having any studio here because of, because of COVID and, and me building a new life and all of these things added up to the show not getting to be everything it could be. I mean, it's one thing. I'm going to just say on a serious, like, when I would do the show over the last couple of years, I'm doing it in a corner office in my house. And I'm trying not to get too loud because it felt weird to start yelling in my house. It's just like strangely self-conscious. I know the dogs are going to start barking when I start yelling. It just was that much more difficult 
to do the show carefree and that just compromises but the that these are all the explanation for things but they are not an excuse i'm not looking at these as an excuse the show was not where i truly wanted it to be because of all of these circumstances and all these factors but now god willing fingers crossed we can go somewhere with the show now and do some new stuff really expand out on certain things and just just go for it and just have the most exciting version of the show. We have a stage now. We have a stage. The idea that Mike Watt, who is one of the architects of independent music, truly one of the architects and one of the beacons of standing for that, that regular people deserve to be able to make art and, and enjoy art and celebrate art in their regular lives. And when I said, I'm not saying regular as any sort of down talking, I'm saying not rich people. It art should be a part of, the lives of everybody. He's been beating that drum for over 40 years and, and has walked the walk for over 40 years with that as his, as his, uh, his, 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 his mission statement. And to have that guy come in here and play. I can't, I still can't, I, it's, I still can't uh, fit those pieces together. It still does not make sense to me that he did that. To have Ty Siegel and Jess Cornelius and Michael Cronin and John Vanderslice and Nick Thorburn and Kurt Vile on the phone, to have everybody doing all these things, playing, to have the, a chance, a chalky... It's one of my favorite people. He's as funny and talented, an amazing musician, just kills me on a hundred different levels, that guy. And to have him be a part of the show to close it out is just so spectacular to me. And to introduce him to people who might not know him when hours before Mike Watt, who everybody knows played, that's the spirit of this going forward. We're going to do, we're going to, it's going to be something for, it's, we're going to, we're going to, it's going to be something for everybody. It's going to be great. Well, I and mean, and I, this is, I'm I, looking at this. I'm looking at this Don. Let me just finish one thing. I'm looking at this as if this was a, if the best show was a comic book is issue one. But like when they redo the comic, when they start over again, but it's still that, you know, the heroes of it and, but they start retelling the stories or they tell the stories in different ways and they go to places, but they can start over and make it uh, like a, a fresh beginning. That's what this is. This is, a, this is issue one. Pat, mark that down. This is issue one of the best show. All right, buddy. So what do you got for me? We start um, no, I, I don't say want to that, cut you off. Um, w- the only point to add to that was that I mean, I 
feel the exact same way about Mike Watt and KV. And I've, you know, I, I've been so lucky to work with them and, and know them even a little bit. And the thing with them is that like people like them and all could be mentioned, they're lifers. Like we are all lifers in this and you're a lifer in this. And that's the important thing to remember is like, you're not quitting. You are going to keep doing this. And you're going to keep making it better. And we all second guess ourselves, but I got to tell you, this is like the best iteration of the oh, best show oh. ever. Um, and it's, it's been so much fun, but it just to, started just, the 24 hour show was so inspirational. We just started the last we started. I feel like we did start on end of May islands came in. That was the kickoff. This was the explosion where now, you know, what we're truly capable of that we're going to do the last month and a half, last two months up to the 24 hour show have been a, a growing experience for the show and for the studio. And we're, we're learning what we're capable of. We went head first into that 24 hour show and did everything. Uh, we, we tried everything. We had everything going on. We did the show. We bounced between studios to do the show. We had guests on zoom. We had guests coming into the building Oh yeah, we just did everything, and that was a real uh, demarcation line. So I would say, when did your favorite artist lose it? If I apply to that, somebody could say, "Yeah, you know, look, I see what people say about the show, where they're just like, oh, I liked it in two thousand seven, I liked it in two thousand four, I liked it in two thousand eleven." I get it. The show, the you do a thing for twenty plus years, it's going to change shape, and everybody's going to have their favorite chapter. And I I love it that anybody would care that much to have favorite chapters of a thing I made. That in and of itself, I'm not focusing on the. Is there certain stretches you don't like? If you don't like it since since whatever point, your opinion. I have a million opinions of things, and I say them all the time. It's a flattering for people to have opinions about your thing. That means you're doing something that's that merits discussion. So that's okay. That's cool. If you don't like where things are at, absolutely. That's fair. I will say that with all that said, I just got to give it one more, one more legit run to see what this can look like if we just turn everything up on it and just truly see what it looks like when you slide all the faders up. I know the engineers, uh, Andrew's not going to like that. And Brett's probably, Oh, you don't want to slide all the faders up. That (laughs) means you can't hear the, no, but that's a, look, we're gonna, I just want to have fun doing it. And I want to do everything we can with this. Cause I really, and I'm not saying it as a threat or any kind of th- anything like that. This is the final form of the best show. This is it. I'm not doing, there's not going to be another rethink or retool here for as long as this goes, this is what the show is. And when it goes, it will go and then we'll be done. And that's amazing. Thank you. Raw East West gets it on Twitter. The 24 hour show was giant size best show. Number one. And now here we go into whatever came after that. But I know giant size 
was it giant size X-Men was the thing when they said, Hey, the X-Men don't suck anymore. They're actually going to be awesome going forward. Now <laughs> that's where we are. We're going forward and I'm just having just such a fun time doing this. And I, I'm hope, I hope everybody is also having a fun time because that bet that 24 hour show last week, how many episodes of the show have we done? I don't know. We've done it for over 20 years. That was top two moments in the history of the show for me. That. And I'll say the, 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 that I was that I can say that something that happened in 2022 for a show that began in 2000 um, is pretty spectacular to get to say, that your favorite moment or top two second favorite moment happened that far into the run, we're doing something right. And we're going to keep doing something right. And we're going to keep doing a lot of things right. And if we're going to uh, be a little cocky about it, we're better than everybody else. That's just how it goes. We are better than everybody <laughs> else. It's I can prove it. I could chart it out. I could show you how we're better than everybody else. They might do this well, we do it better. But we can also do that that they can't even do. We're doing 15 things on this thing. Some of these shows can barely do one thing. Most of these shows can barely do one thing. We're doing 15 things at the highest level. God bless the best show. I want to see a pizza box logo that has religious iconography on it. It says, now you've tried the best. Now you've tried the rest. Now try the best. The best show. But I want it to seem kind of Sistine, uh, some kind of stained glass-ish. Uh, if we could do that. Uh, I don't know who I'm talking to. J.T. Owens on blast. What's that now? J.T. Owens is on blast. J that right now. Jeff T. Owens. And Jeff T. Owens is one of the true heroes of the best show. Jeff does this, all this design work and... He is, when when the show was coming back, we talked, 2014, Jeff, I want you to be the, I want you to be, to, to do the look of the show. And he did. And he has killed it. And uh, yeah, I love him for it. And thank you, Donnie. We'll talk to you soon. Back to the phones, hot phones, hot phones, best show. Uh, hi Tom. Uh, uh, this is Nathan in um, uh, in in New York, in Brooklyn, New York. Nathan in Brooklyn, uh, New York. How are you, Nathan? I'm doing great. Uh, I gotta say, uh, you. I heard you mention, you know, just like the last couple years of that show, and I just uh, got into it two years ago, and uh, you know, it just meant a whole lot to me. Uh, it's yeah, it's meant so much to me, and I appreciate like I, yeah, the, the four of you and and Worcester and like it's been so great. And I also do feel like yeah, I, I feel like you all are are for sure on a tear right now. So I, yeah, I just feel very excited for the show. Um, and um, yeah, thank you, thank um, you, thank you. Yeah, I'm gonna do it yeah, for you. Yeah. Son, I'm going to do it for you. 
I'm going to be like <laughs> Babe <laughs> Ruth pointing at the wall saying, this next one is for yeah. little Nathan in New York. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, this next uh, one's for little crazy. Nathan. Um, <laughs> I'm going to knock one out of the park for um, you, kid. <laughs> All right. It means the world. Well, buddy, um, I appreciate you joining well, the show at this point. What got you on board? What What was? How did you find out about it? Uh, so yeah, I found out through uh, Jason Woodbury on um, Aquarium Drunkard. Yes, the great Aquarium Drunkard, who I owe uh, yeah a few things to. I was supposed to do a uh, I was supposed to do something with them, and then I keep flaking out. Sorry. Let's do it now. Let's do it. I'm. I swear I'll do it. I swear I'll show up. I owe. Uh, I owe. Uh, Martin, Degrell. I owe Aquarium Drunkard. A couple people I owe some some appearances to, and I promise I'll make them up. If we can do them in August, I'll I'll make them up to everybody who who I flaked out on. But Aquarium Drunkard, if you want to get good, if you want to learn about some good music. Some some hidden greats, uh, they and and the and some choice work from legends. You just check out Aquarium Drunkard. They put so much stuff out. They put this amazing William Tyler uh, session out. So good. Oh my goodness, and William Tyler is so amazing too. Um, yeah, look, little Nathan, I'm pointing at the wall. This one's for you, kid. Thanks for the call. An huh? Yes. Can I? Uh... Oh, here we go. This is a now. This is AP Mike <laughs> for people who are new to the show. Uh-huh. This is AP Mike. What's up, Mike? I just wanted to t- uh, talk to you a little bit about my experience with the show. Um, you generously offered to fly me out for the show, and uh, that was that was so great. I mean, some people were asking, well, "Where's Mike?" You know. Uh, what a lot of people don't know is that, uh, my father has dementia and I've actually stepped in a, as caregiver for the last year and a half, which, uh, may be shocking to some people in itself, but, uh, it's what it is. And I, I've had to do this. So I wasn't able to make it out to the live show, Yeah, but I, I appreciated the offer. Of course. Nevertheless. And Mike, yeah. you know, all kidding aside that that offer is now off the table and uh, <laughs> oh no I, I i realized that it has been rescinded and, and l- let me get to, and... to that point right so so anyway i'm trying to think of how could I, how could i be a part of the show from yeah. from a distance yeah and i had this idea where i was going to enlist some people to call in regularly and all plug my new offshoot uh podcast egg foo what and I had a bunch of people, they, they contacted me. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. But about a couple hours into the show, I'm like, yeah. this thing is so tightly run with the guests, wall-to-wall guests. I'm like, I, I knew it was not going to happen. You know, so, so that fizzled out. Um, you know, I picked a couple moments with uh, John Hodgman and Kevin Corrigan, uh, right. who I consider sort of best show friends. Yes. And I, I, I picked a couple goofy moments with them. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, people seem to enjoy that. Oh, that was very uh, but fun. then I had to get some sleep. Of course. Uh, so I, I still haven't listened to some of the show. Yeah. But I came back for the end and I'm, I'm, I'm catching the end. And, and this guy Chalky comes on. Yeah. 
And I, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm getting such a vibe from him. I'm like, wow, this guy is great. Yeah. You know, I'm really enjoying Chalky's, Chalky's set. And then that final song <laughs> that Chalky shocked me. Yeah. Chalky shocked me. Yeah. The final Got song. The, of the, show, the final song of the show is a tribute to me. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I'm thinking Tom must be, I, I wish there was a, a pan to your, your face. Mm -hmm. Just to see, I mean, I couldn't have planned a better gag than that. No, it Mike, it was amazing. <laughs> he did Wuthering Heights. And instead of Heathcliff, he said Mike Lisk. And it was, I was so happy he, that was him on his own. Chalky did that. Chalky surprised all of us with that. And it was a, f look, you weren't here. You were totally missed. And mm -hmm. of course, on a serious note, Mike, you're taking care of your dad. We, we've known that. And we have all been on your side with that and just want, you to just you and your dad to be as well as you can both be going through this. It's clearly and obviously not easy. And you have, we're all, we all uh, care so much about you and we want you to, to just hold on to yourself as you go through this. Cause it's a true, it's a true challenge. And you know, we you love just, you, Mike. Uh, yeah. We love what's you. That? Mike. We love you, Mike. I, what well, you wanted, you, you wanted me to say it again. That's why you said what's that? But we I like that much. guy in the, the hearing aid commercial. Yeah. Who? <laughs> yeah, no, it's just but just know you were missed and anytime you can get out here, you get out here. It'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, at some point I, I hope to get out there. Yeah. Um and yes, it's it's very difficult. Uh I don't uh <laughs> recommend it to anybody, but um what I found is so many people are going through it. It's it's more common than you think. Yeah. And uh, right now, I mean, it's difficult, uh, but I know from talking to other people, it can be worse. Mm -hmm. um, so I kind of look at it that way. Um, but Ch Chalky really touched me, and I've been in touch with Chalky, and we're going to try and do a little thing musical together. Okay. Uh, I cooked up something real quick with him, and uh, he's working on it now. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what he, he comes up with. Um, oh, That's amazing. And yeah, Mike, we love you. And we're sorry you weren't able to because of circumstances that we all knew. And, um, you know, it was no, it was your business to bring up on, uh, you know, publicly when you were ready to. So that's people can understand where, what you've been dealing with the last couple of years. And um, yeah, so we're 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 together on this mic we're you know so yeah i'll we, get out you. there someday Tom. Well, don't I look, rush. i'm looking don't forward rush, to uh, driving don't. on the surface surface roads with you sure guys. yeah we'll get it no i'm <laughs> uh, serious thank you mike i appreciate you saying all that i'm That's gonna try and uh, work in some la lingo okay uh, going forward <laughs> yeah just dude just say dude and and say the before you say a highway don't dude say is still popular instead of saying yeah it's always instead of saying root or route just uh -huh. say the and then the number of the highway. The nine, really? Yeah, say yeah. I'm going to take the nine. You take the nine there, and okay. then you get off. Right. Uh, take a uh, yeah. Take the 101 over to uh, over to the two. That's <laughs> that's that's how these maniacs talk out here, Mike. <laughs> Mike, can, can I just add that somebody called me boss at CVS the other day? Yeah, you give off <laughs> you give off some serious boss vibes. <laughs> What's going on? This guy walks into a place and just like. 
Hey, boss. <laughs> Something we can help you with, boss? If I worked there, I would call everyone dude. Hey, dude. Like, uh, remember when What's-His-Face on MASH uh, was always like, it's like, oh, yes, uh, Colonel Winchester was his name? Was that his name? Was the on Brit- MASH? I'm not sure. On MASH, the British guy. What was his name again? I think you're right. I think it's, it's Colonel Winchester, right? But he was doing a, he was not actually British. So in interviews, he would work overtime to do this American voice. He'd be like, yes, everybody. Hello, I'm David Odgan Steers. And you'd just be like, all right, we get you're not British. Okay. <laughs> you tap the brakes on that a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to take another call, Mike. That was, um, I uh, Thank you for sharing and updating us all with that. Thank you, Tom. Of course. Hello, best show. Hi, Tom. This is John in Los Angeles. John. In Los- oh, I'm going to say this. I know who this guy is. This guy yes. is one of my faves. How are you? Aw. I'm good. I'm good. I enjoy li- listening to the show. Um, congratulations on the 24 hour show. Thank you. You, you did it. You're rap bastard. Thank you, John. Now Trying you, to... I saw on social media that you saw the movie. Nope. Uh, a second time. Yes, I did. I saw it one time. What, what was <laughs> it that led you back to see it a second? What, what did you feel? Were there things you were trying to work? out in your head with it i'm curious because i have very um like i'll say i i i enjoyed nope a lot you Mm -hmm. described it as uh imperfect and i would say that is right on the money with it um but there's a lot to chew on there also and i was wondering what you were what made you go back a second time well, I, I think that's it. Like, there's just, it's, it's like one of those movies that everything doesn't quite come together, but there's so many ideas in it and it's mm-hmm. going for so much that I couldn't stop thinking about it. Yeah. And I just wanted to know, like, what the experience of, like, watching it with having, like, an understanding of gotcha. what was going on and, in the story was like. How did that play the know? second time seeing it? And now that you know, now that you're not wondering, where are we going with this? Where are we, what is this going to be? Now that you knew what it was, how did it play the second time? Um, I, I guess it just connected a little bit better. I mean, it went okay. by faster, and but also, like, what kind of the uh, what's going on with the main characters and their motivation like why you know i mean it's like usually in um, movies that deal with like aliens um and we're not ruining anything here we're not ruining anything this you saw the (laughs) post you see the everything we're saying is you could get from the trailer yeah, I mean, I will say that I kind of wish I knew more about the. I I stayed like ignorant deliberately before I went into the movie. Me too, because I didn't want anything spoiled. Me and too. And then when I saw the first, when I saw it the first time, I was like, I wish I kind of knew more about going in, mm-hmm. so I could think about the stuff sure. better. Yeah, I um, I feel very similarly. I had avoided so much on it. I actually think I avoided too much. Yeah. 
But I, I really, I mean, I kind of connected with the main characters and what they were doing and what their motivation was mm-hmm. um, more. And it kind of, it made me, um, without giving anything away, it kind of made me realize like how the movie was personal for Jordan Peele, mm-hmm. you know? Yes. Um, because of what the, what the characters are trying to accomplish in the movie, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. it's it's a it's a very interesting study of a certain uh a, a certain perspective on uh on uh entertainment we can say uh, in the broadest because again yeah. I don't want to spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen it. it's only been out you know week and a half and everybody deserves a chance to not have it ruined for them but yeah it's it's um. There's some stuff I'm still still working through in my head, which uh, means I guess I there's things that I liked more about it and less about it in other th- other spots, but it's just undeniable. He's got a ton of ideas in there. It's wildly interesting and compelling in very strange ways. And I I will I'll see it again eventually. I don't know if I'll see it in theaters again. I want to see Elvis again in a theater before that troll vanishes, um, which I <laughs> loved it. I know a lot of people didn't. And then whenever I mention it to people, they say, oh, did you like it? Like, uh, like to, like to laugh at or like what, what they were when they're not sure where I'm coming from with Boslerman movies. They, um, yeah, they just, they're not, they think it might be kind of campy. It's like, it's like, no, I didn't see it. Like I would go see cats, for example. I'm seeing mm-hmm. cause I do, I really do have an affinity for Boz Lerman movies. And, um, and I just, uh, a, fr- a friend said that Boz Lerman is ultimately one of the true unknowable, uh, directors for somebody who makes things as huge as as he does, there's an aspect where he is, he's all about the, the product and not a whole lot about his personality. Uh, yeah. When it's not, I, not associated I, with the, with the films. You hated it. Didn't um, you? you hated it. You can say, no, it. I mean, I, I thought it was okay. I mean, I think Austin Butler is great in it. He's kind of the yeah. thing that, um, for all of its craziness for me, kind of just holds the whole thing together. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like he, like, you know, you know how people say that, like when Phil Harmon was on Saturday, Saturday night live, he was the glue Yes, that held things together. Mm-hmm. It's like Austin Butler was the glue of the movie. Um, like sure, I, I would agree of, with that, all these, yeah. what I would agree with that. Yeah. And it's kind of, um, and I, so, I mean, I think that's like the, the best part of the movie, but what kind of, um, um, I guess for me, there like at the end, um, when it says written by Boz Lerman's, um, Chris name shows up twice. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that? I did. And I, I mean, I, I, I'm pretty sure and I, under- I understand why yeah, exactly yeah. it happens because you can write a movie, you can go through years of writing and rewriting and you start back up with a different writer and there's different iterations of the same project that might have had that 
are years and countless drafts ap- apart from the previous ones. So it's almost like he worked him partnering up with different writers throughout this process. And this movie was around in in development forever. Um, yeah. So that's how he could end up with his name on it twice. That hard look. I can't. That doesn't bother me because no, it, it's Boz Lerman. No, it doesn't. He also drops yeah, the craziest logo you've ever seen at the beginning of the movie. Like the movie's as much about Boz Lerman. It says Boz Lerman <laughs> and his crazy logo as much as it says Elvis at the beginning of the. The movie could have been called Boz. <laughs> Boz likes Elvis. Yeah, it like could have been called Boz. Yeah, Boz likes Elvis. Could have easily been the name of that movie. Um, yeah, I. I mean, I mentioned that because it kind of it did felt feel like two movies kind of put together, like combined together. Yeah, like it I, felt I like there. Yeah, I. I feel like though, like the, but for me, his thing is just you don't get many of them. This is only what his sixth movie. Mm-hmm. And that to me, he's just, it's crazy that he's as established as he is 25 years in six movies. That's like old fashioned, uh, it's like Kubrick style. Mm-hmm. Do one every five years. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and you just jump in head first and, you leave a little exhausted and maybe a little beaten up by it because it's just sensory overload all the time. And that's what he does. And I, yeah, I love, look, if he was making one a year, I would have a serious problem with it. Cause I wouldn't be able to go through that on a yearly basis. That would get, mm-hmm. it would, it would not be so much fun, but this, I, the fact that they show up, when they show up and it's, it's like, uh, it's like going into to an amusement park. It's like, I don't go all the time to an amusement park, but when I do, I go, I'm all in on it. Yeah. I, I'll also say another thing. Like if there was a entire movie of Austin Butler as Elvis, just rehearsing for those Vegas shows, Unbelievable. um, I would watch that. Cause that, like that scene was so good. <laughs> Absolutely. When he's going yeah. across the bandstand telling yeah. each person what to do. And because, uh, John, I have a, my family was, uh, an Elvis family. So I grew up with Elvis as this, just my family, they loved Elvis they loved Willie Nelson and they loved Johnny cash. Those were the heroes in my family for my parents. And, um, so they cat, they all cast huge shadows over everything. I was kind of breaking away from the family when I got interested in like the Beatles was not what my family was about. It was what I was about. Mm -hmm. So, um, I, when I was watching some of this stuff in the movie, it was straight up chilling how he brought Elvis to life rattled me in different points. I was shook by how great of a job he did. I cannot think of who has done a better biopic 
performance, who would you rank above that? Um, well, I mean, like, uh, I think like Denzel Washington and Malcolm X is pretty great. Right, yeah, that's right there with that's it. That's a, this is, I mean, now we're talking yeah. about, you're talking about the, the top of the pyramid. I would put Denzel Washington as Malcolm X. Yes. Or, or Sissy Spacek and Coal Miner's daughter. Sure. That's also great. That's yeah. great. So, I mean, but yeah, I think Austin Butler, um, he definitely uh, is a part of that conversation. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I was curious yeah. to know what you thought because I respect your your filmic uh, intellect and your regular intellect, Aww, your thanks. actual intellect. Not just the, this guy's oh, as dumb. It's like, I'm going to say like, this guy's as dumb as it comes, except when it's movies. It's like, I don't want to make, <laughs> I, yeah, I respect his film, his film intelligence, everything else. Dumbest guy I ever met in my life. Um, no, it's, you're, you're a good guy, John. Um, so oh, why, why, well, well, you're, you're a very, I just want to say you're a very smart guy. Too. Well, you're sweet you to have say like, that. you're sweet. Great, interesting takes, no matter how much, no matter how much you say about your own intelligence. You're, you're a smart fella. You're sweet. You're sweet. I, yeah. I will say this. I was in the forever dog hallway and I heard two people working here. They did not know I could hear them. They were talking about how dumb I was. I heard them around <laughs> the corner. I don't want to say. Was, was one of the person that his first name start with B? No, it did not. It was not. Oh yes, it did. It did start okay. with B. It did. Okay. Um, so, so you, wh- wh- to what do I owe the pleasure of this call tonight, John, from Los Angeles? Um, well, I have a, um, a question about um, something that happened during the 24-hour best show. Thank you. Because I, I will say like this a- to, the, to the audience. If you have questions or you're curious about moments or things, because the whole thing, you – I kept the audience in the dark about the whole thing so you if you have questions like how did this happen what was that call up i'll answer the questions tonight only so what was your what were you wondering about john well when you were talking to conan o'brien um you started talking about mcdonald's food hacks Mm-hmm. And you said that there was there was, was a listener you. who told I'm yeah so, okay oh no. thank did you. I hang <laughs> you out to dry did I say you were ama- I didn't insult you did I please I hope I didn't insult you no, told it me just made, it just made, it just made me laugh oh good it just made me laugh you had told yeah. me I could not remember what it was about exactly the specifics on the food hack first of all John I want I am not sure what I said. I apologize, though, for what I said. I'm just going to preemptively, or not preemptively, postemptively apologize for whatever I said. If I implied some lunatic listener to the show did it, this that's not what I meant to do. Um, what? Uh, what? No, I mean, yeah. what you, was the you hack that said, you pitched you just, to me? Yeah, I I remember, like, I just like. I am you out of the blue because, oh. you know, I know yeah. you like fish sandwiches and you yeah. like the filet of fish. What did I say? And yeah. And then I, I had done this thing where like, um, the Korean boy band BTS, they had their special meal at McDonald's. Yes. And, 
um, one of the things that came with it was mm-hmm. a, a McNugget sauce pack that had a Cajun sauce. That's right. Um, which was like a was like a creamy, spicy uh-huh. sauce. Uh-huh. And so I saw that, and I ordered that meal with fillet of fish without tartar sauce. Yeah, which and gives I you a, bl- it it's a blank sandwich. canvas. Then now you have a blank canvas. You have a bun. You have a fish patty and some cheese. Yes, yes. I mean, you you described it as like I told you to scrape the tartar sauce off. <laughs> That's but I would never do that. You are fair. You did not tell me to scrape. You told me to order it without tartar sauce. And this is me saying this to Conan O'Brien. This is my worst nightmare, John. That. Suddenly, when a little bit of peer pressure happens, I sell. I would sell someone out left and right to look cool in the eyes of someone else. I hope I didn't. Do well, that. I got. Well, the thing is, is that Conor O'Brien sounded intrigued by it. You know, it's fair. He sounded like, yeah. I mean, he was like, "Well, what was it good?" You know, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, to be, I did not say. Hey, there's some lunatic who listens to the show who proposed some insane. I didn't like, it was not like a, it was, I was not, it was not coming from a place of, of, uh, of disparaging you, I hope, because that's not what I intended. But I also was pretty nervous at that point, honestly. I was very okay. nervous when Conan okay. called. So you have to forgive. I'll say this about the Conan, Conan coming on the show. The show started mm-hmm. at 6, 6 p.m. We found out he was coming on at 4.30 p.m. Oh. That, that was one of the down-to-the-wire uh, guests. So mm-hmm. so I was not, I was in, I was dancing a little bit there because I didn't know if it was going to happen right until almost showtime. So, yeah. John, yeah. you got to, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to go to the new Beverly. I'm going to be seeing a movie. Then suddenly I'm just going to feel something wet poured on my head and it's going to be John and Quentin Tarantino. And they're both going to be laughing. Cause he just poured a root beer on my head and, and I'll say fair enough. Yeah. I earned that. No, that it, it was all, it's all good. It's fine. Okay, good. It's mm-hmm. I, it, it brought me, it brought me a laugh. Okay. You know, well, I would, um, yeah. So don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. I want, no, no, this is over. I feel, I feel good about it now. I just was horrified to realize, oh no, that's who told me about the fish sandwich. As soon as, as soon as you mentioned it, it all came flooding back to me. Oh, that was John. Oh no. I like John. What did I say? So yes, you get it. Yeah. Thank you. Well, can I contribute? Can I contribute to the other topic? Yeah, please. Um, well, I'm seeing on the Twitch, like there's a bunch of graphics showing up and there's mm-hmm. one of Weezer. Yeah. And I got to say, like, th- I would never say they were one of like my favorite artists. They were mm-hmm. one of my favorite artists, but Weezer is a definitely, definitely a great case where I just had to check out at mm-hmm. a certain point. When did you check and out on Weezer? You- Are you there, John? Yeah, I'm here. Oh yeah. What do you remember the point you checked out? Yes. 
like a very specific point. Do you want to guess what it is? I'm going to guess you saw the video for Dope Nose and you were like, nah, I'm good here. No. The no, Muppet video. The it. one with the I'm, Muppets dancing around. I, I was fine with the Muppet video. I know which one it is. It's Bever- Beverly Hills did it for you. Yes. The yes. song Beverly, Beverly Hills. Hills was the one. Which, yeah. Do you think they would straight up take that song back if they could? Because it seemed like it turned a lot of people off. I can't believe I didn't say that first to you as the moment that drove you away from Weezer. I I don't know. I mean, River, River Cuomo is such an enigma at this point. But I don't know if he has like any regrets about anything he's done mm-hmm. with Weezer, you know? Um. But it's like, it's, when I first heard that song, I was like, this sounds like something that The Offspring would reject, you know? Well, I it, I liked that song better when it was called Space Cowboy. <laughs> uh, you, yeah. mean, uh, you mean you mean The Joker by Steve Miller Band, Pat? I'm pretty sure it's Space Cowboy, but okay. By Steve Miller? You mean you're talking about, I'm a space cowboy. Bet you aren't ready for that. That one? No, or, it's called The Joker. You're some right. Some people call me the Space Cowboy. That's the one, yeah. Yeah. Isn't that really song goes. called Mar- Maurice? No, it's not called Maurice. Some people call him Maurice. Oh. Yes. I, when Pat said Space Cowboy, I was like, the Sly and the Family Stone song? What? <laughs> they were all over the they map here. We got, of, we got a lot of... Uh, so Pat, you didn't enjoy the song Beverly Hills by Weezer. No, no. And it was and it was came out at a time where a lot of people were where mashups were really popular, but no one made one with the Steve Miller band. And I was very surprised because mm-hmm. every time it came on, before the lyrics came on came in, that's all I sang in the car until Rivers lyrics came in. Mm-hmm. It was the Joker. Yeah. Beverly it's, it's, Hills. Yeah. That's where I want. To be. Sounds like the backing. You know, you ever hear the song, the Whitney Houston song? And this is something I feel is his own topic that we could do where bad moments in songs. Because like that song, oh, I want to dance with somebody. Like she's singing all over. She's bounced. She's covering all this ground in that song with these vo- I want to feel the heat with somebody. Like vocal flying all over the place, hitting all the notes. But what runs through the whole song is these backup singers who just go dance. They just go dance. Don't you want to dance? Say you want to dance. Say you want to dance. Dance. Don't you want to dance? Say you want to dance. Don't you want to dance? Dance. Does anybody know what I'm talking about with that? Yes. Yes. Dance. There's, Once there's, you hear that, you'll never not hear it when you hear that song when you're at at the drugstore and you hear that song. All you'll hear is dance. Another one could be great song, terrible chorus. Great verse, terrible chorus. Yeah. Or just yeah, like the ba- yeah, we'll 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 nail it down. We'll get it. There. Dance. Um, well, John, Does that go with the sound collage <laughs> that will Just go in the sound collage. dance. Yeah. 
I want to hear a little bit of that now, actually. Dance. <laughs> Let's, let me play like, you could go back and forth between that and Darth Vader saying, what? What? Right? Dance. <laughs> what? Dance. Dance. <laughs> what? I've never had. You're the first writer on the sound collages. Welcome to the writing staff of the sound collages, John. Yeah, well, I sent I sent you that like um, clip of Elvis, the outtake. Yeah, that will definitely make. It I don't up. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, John. Um, All right, buddy. But good. Okay. Well, thanks for taking my yeah, call. Of course. And congratulations. Did you ever get back? And thank you. Did you ever get back back on track with Weezer, or did that do it for you? That Beverly Hills, you never came back. I never, I never came back. It just, I don't know. It just mm-hmm. kind of felt like Rivers Cuomo was just kind of like um, doing math homework after uh-huh. that, you know, with all his songs. Do you know what his new like, record? They announced the new Weezer record is going to be him doing uh, insurance, uh, insurance company commercials. Uh, he's going to do the general. He's going to do. Uh, different things from different progressive commercials and Geico commercials. He's just going to do an album of, of music based on on insurance company commercials. So I look forward to that. I feel like that will be his return to glory. Um, but until yeah. then yeah. we'll see. All right. Thanks buddy. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Don't you want to dance? Say you want to dance, dance. See if we can hear this. Can we hear it? Can you hear that? I can't hear the music. Why can't I hear no music? Not Why? sure. You can't hear that? It's very faint. Mm, whatever. Sorry. Dance. Some weird connection in there. We're figuring it out, folks. We're figuring it out. Let's go back to the phones. We got some some hot phones, hot phones happening tonight here on the best show. I'll say this. You do a 24-hour show, a three-hour show, I'm like, oh, two hours has gone by already. How'd that happen? Back to the phones. Hello, best show. Hi, Tom. Hi. It's Geneva. Oh, my goodness. I know this caller. This is one of the classic callers from the best show, Geneva, who, as people know, lives in the B.C. area. Is that fair to say? Yes, that's that's fine to say. I mean, I give your, I give your um, home I'm address still, away. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's vague so, enough, so that's right? Really fine. <laughs> What is your oh, home yeah. address? I, I mean, I have a. <laughs> I mean, I've had people <laughs> say they saw me on the street before uh-huh. uh, on Twitter and like said the exact address where I was. <laughs> oh, that's awful! <laughs> and it was where I was staying. That's I was terrible! Like, oh my god! <laughs> no, that's truly terrible. <laughs> so, and I was like, stop blowing up my spot! <laughs> like, I I don't need people to be like, hey, I thought I saw you. You know? Yeah. Or, are you staying at this place? Yeah. So, um, but yes, that's happened to me before. So, so, uh, saying DC metro areas, 
totally fine. Good. Okay. Well, I'm glad. Um, I, I have not done this for a long time, and uh, the nerves never go away. My knees feel like they're going to buckle any second. Um, but just calling into the show is still so You're fine. Nerve-wracking. You're good. You're good. You got it. You got it, Geneva. Don't worry. You got this. <laughs> You got it. Um, of course, I, I just I know it seems like I'm getting on the band, jumping on the bandwagon, wagon like coming out of the woodwork. But I've been meaning to call in for a while, <laughs> and I just uh, I almost did it last week, but you know I was like I- I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but um, I just uh, I, it was kind of like a, an amazing thing to witness the 24 hour show because um, I was telling Jason. Uh, offline that uh, it's the Twitch chat is like 2008 FOT message board vibes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like there, there were people in that chat from all eras that I could remember uh, of the show. Yeah. Like people I have known for 15 years now and people I just met. And like it was kind of amazing it was like a reunion that's amazing i'm glad people had a good time in the in that and we're glad we can get some of that back again and have we um we want to do the best parts of these things we want to do the best parts of all the things we've done on the show in the past that's the that would be the goal Mm -hmm. is to have the yeah the best parts and and kind of assemble a version of the show that is just everything you want from it all in one place. Yeah, it it was, it was really great. I tried to listen to as much as uh, I could live um, and it was great, but I, I know I, I kind of am sort of coming back to the show, not really for a lot of the reasons you mentioned (laughs) where people were like, I don't know if I'm going to listen anymore or anything like that. It, it was more like personal stuff and just <laughs> bad mental health years. Don't worry about that. <laughs> that you don't have to explain that to me. You don't have to explain that to me, Geneva. <laughs> yeah. I wrote a whole book about it. It never ends Honestly, in stores now. I... National bestseller paperback. <laughs> Honestly, I read the last page of that book um, at a very the very right time probably i'll say that well i hope you read the other pages <laughs> i did i read the whole thing good okay <laughs> um Thank God. and uh but yes it was uh it like definitely made an impression on me and it also made me realize why i started listening to the show in the first place and it was that like we come from very similar backgrounds mm-hmm. and I think that's why I get your sense of humor and I appreciate it. <laughs> well, I'm glad that's very sweet of you to say. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, it's, 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 <laughs> a, wait, what happened here? Something happened with uh, the music. Did music start playing? It did. Yeah. I heard like a, why can't yeah, I hear it? I heard though? That. <laughs> why don't I hear it? I don't hear that. Very interesting. Actually, it's not even remotely interesting. Sorry about that, Tom. I really uh, not oh, sure. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. If I play it now, I can't hear it. But everybody else is having a great time listening to Whitney Houston. But old Tom, 
What a sad world. I don't care. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm turning this into something when it's truly not. Um. So, well, thank you, Geneva. That's very sweet of you to say. Yeah. On the shows? You know, we're gonna uh, I, I've been needing to call it for a while and say hi. <laughs> well, thank you. And I say hi back to you. And, and stick around, won't you? I will. And I, I mean, I do have something very basic for the topic. I don't think, mm-hmm. I think people have probably already talked about this in the chat maybe, but yeah. uh, I was just going to say, I, I, for me, um, it's the Pixies <laughs> um, who I used to really love. And then I, I saw them at Coachella. They were amazing. And then I saw that documentary and I was like, I don't like this anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they kind of lost, <laughs> lost it at that documentary, and I've never listened to anything. So the documentary uh, their... ruined the band for you. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a rough. I guess it just seemed like, yeah, they just kind of seemed like terrible human beings. I guess I don't know. And at that point, I kind of also just felt like maybe. I graduated from liking them (laughs) or I think just, I was at a different point in my life or something, but yeah, they kind of are that band for me. Geneva, I'm going to say this to you and you could take this to the bank. Your old friend, Tom saw the, saw the, uh, the, the Pixies more than once back in their, in their original run. I saw them at CBGB's. I saw them at CBGB's small place. CBGBs, they were okay. Oh my God! And I saw them. I saw them probably three <laughs> or four times overall. They were okay. They were just all right. People, yeah. there were every yeah. there were bands doing better versions of what they did, and they were fine. They were like they 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 should be lumped in with like Weezer. They have good singles, but you you, mm-hmm. you spare me the rest. Spare me the rest. Like, yeah, I mean, Weezer is like that for me too, but it was a lot more of a like heartbreak situation for me. And you know, people are always going, "Oh no, but but you wouldn't have Nirvana without the Pixies." You know what? You you wouldn't have Nirvana without Boston either. More than a feeling, right? I think I, I, I think the, the, the Nirvana was more of a debt to Boston than they do the Pixies. Yeah. Yes. Hey, <laughs> I can I can totally hear that. Yeah. The best. This um, is the best Nirvana song yeah. of all. The one Grandma Take Me Home is a good song. That mm-hmm. song's good, right? Do you know that one? Mm-hmm. This is the best. Yeah. This is the best. Uh, Nirvana song of the whole bunch. The whole bunch. I'm telling you. This is as good as it gets when you come to Nirvana.
That's the best song Nirvana ever did. The mm-hmm. one, the one where they teamed up with mm-hmm. Destiny's Child, and did "Smells Like Bootylicious." Yeah. Look, I call them. Aka Grandma, take take I, me home. Grandma, so. take me home, <laughs> and "Smells Like Bootylicious." Yeah. Those are the two best songs. Mm-hmm. Um, Geneva, thank yeah. you for the call. It's so nice to hear from you again. And please don't be a stranger. Please. I won't. Don't I'll try not to be. I'll, I'll be in the chat here and there. You do whatever fits sure. your life, but don't be a stranger. So if you cannot be a stranger, <laughs> don't be one. All right. Take care. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Hot phones, hot phones. Back to the hot phones tonight here on the best show. Best show, hello. Hi, Tom. How's it going? Good, good. To whom am I speaking? Uh, my name is Ged. What? Ged? Yeah. <laughs> I it, it's been 39 years ago. Wait, so get? I get it. It's Ged. G-E-D. Ged. G-E-D. That's a cool name. Is it? Is it short yeah. for something? Yeah, it's short for Geddes, which is not really any easier. So I usually just go with Ged. Well, what you have to realize, Mr. Geddes, is that <laughs> your name... No, remember that movie? That was a fun movie. Yeah. <laughs> that too. That Mr. too. Gitz. I like to I like to so, that. What's going on tonight, Ged? Uh, not much, not much. Um, I have COVID, uh, which is mm. not great. Um, Humble brag, much? Half years. <laughs> I know, and I got the really good one too. Yeah, actually, so, yeah. uh, I got COVID <laughs> right now. Uh, uh, the uh, the the marathon was fantastic. So uh, I want to congratulate you on that, first of all. Um, Thank you. uh, And I have a question, which also uh, ties into one of my favorite moments, um, Mm -hmm. which was uh, when you were talking to John Hodgman, there was a moment where uh, you could hear someone singing and playing a guitar. And then later, I think I put together that that was maybe Kevin Corrigan coming through. I think it might have been. That's a good, you you might be right. That was that makes the most sense, and I have not thought about that since that moment, Ged. That that makes a lot of it sense. It was so unnerving because Kevin Corrigan called up and and played a song, and he just did not have a great phone connection initially. Um, yeah, good one, good good uh, good detective work there, Columbo. <laughs> I mean, this is uh, uh, you know, luckily I've had nothing to do the past few days, so I've been re-listening um and i've been able to really get deep into it so yeah that's uh that's that's that um and also i want to say i love the book it was a really great read um really touched me and made me laugh made me cry all those good things i've read it i mean i'm a person who rereads books but i've read it you know probably like an unhealthy number of times at Mm -hmm. this point um but it brings me great comfort uh, so I appreciate that. Thank you. Amazing. That's amazing. And it's very kind of you. Um, oh, well, thank you for writing it. Um, I've been listening since 2006 and this is my first time calling, but, uh, I really? did meet you once. Um, yes. Uh, I used to do sound for real estate and, uh, I don't remember what year this was, but you came to a show in Philly and it was, I mean, it would have been, it was during the break between the FMU show and, uh, and the relaunch. And, uh, mm-hmm. I met you backstage and I remember exactly what I said to you. Um, I said that the best show was my favorite thing created by a human. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and uh, I stand by that. I stand by that. So that is amazing. Um, you well, are that's very sweet to say. <laughs> that's very sweet to say. Thank you. The best thing ever created um, by do, a human. My well, my favorite thing ever. Your created favorite. By a human. I uh, uh, best best thing. thing. We can round up to the best thing ever created by a human. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Yeah, thank you. Um, thank you. Gid. I did have something for the uh, for the topic. What do you got, Gid? Um, uh, someone very close to my heart, uh, Peter Gabriel. Yes, Peter Gabriel. Um, when when really do you feel like Peter Gabriel lost it? Rem- What's that? When do you feel like Peter Gabriel lost it? I mean, he had such an incredible run. And then I think when you get to us, us is a really hard record to get through, in my opinion. No, let me just get, let me just look at the, let me look at the discography. Let's go through here. We'll go Peter Gabriel discography. I would have cut it off after the four self-titled, like in my younger years when I was maybe a little more severe and punk, but I have come around to so, which is just, it's all singles. It's insane. Yeah. So let's start it off. The first album. Amazing. That first album is, is the greatest. The second album, second album, you got Fripp. Frip in the in the house on the second one. Second is probably my least favorite of the early runs. Of the first four, I think it's okay. sort of the least remarkable. It's fair. No, I could see that. I could see that. It's fair. I would say that's probably the one I reach for the least. Third one, everybody knows yeah. with the face melting that cover. Yeah, amazing. Then, Incredible. then the album that in America was called Security, Peter Gabriel Four. I love it. That's a great one. Might then, be might be the peak. I mean, that's mm-hmm. yeah. I would say for me personally, I'd say one or three are the peak of that first four. Then you go into so, which again, it's all hits. It's it's big and brash and bold and fun in so many spots. Um, but it's not. It's it's a little too a little too pro for for me personally to reach for it. But whenever I hear stuff from it, amazing. It's yeah, there's good stuff on that. But then us, I never even honestly I never even tried. Uh never even tried. It's it's rough. <laughs> it's it, he's reaching around a lot. I mean, which you know, you hear on so and is, you know, exciting at part. It has, it's all the worst parts of so sort of amplified. It's like very slick. He's trying to do kind of more modern sounds, but it's 1992, which is, mm-hmm. I mean, I think just a pretty bad time, you know. It's pretty hard time. 92 uh, was a hard year to be Peter Gabriel in the contemporary <laughs> market. I'll say one thing. I, you know, the, that, I can say that, one thing to you. Get, get, hold on, get, hold on, get, Sorry, get. I want to say, wait till these kids, these, these Stranger Things kids, when they find out about Don't <laughs> Give Up, their heads are going to explode. When they suddenly realize I mean, there's a song with Kate Bush where she does the most beautiful. It's it's like a Bridge Over Troubled Water Part 2 with Kate Bush on it. Kate Bush is on it. Kate Bush is better than better singer than, than uh, what's his face? Paul Simon. And then uh, oh, yeah. Peter Gabriel maybe comes up a little short of uh, Art Garfunkel's single greatest vocal performance, but is almost all the way there. I give the nod to Don't Give Up. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. I, I can't argue with that. It's, I remember it's a beautiful the, song. Yeah. And, and, and the video makes me cry every time. I remember that song, Digging in the Dirt. That was not so hot. Yeah, this album. This album. <laughs> Did you ever get back on the train with his music uh, or just stick with the older stuff? I mean, I, I think, I, you know, I, I worked in a record store. Uh, I worked at a few record stores in L.A. And, you know. Brag when, much? When Look at you. You're just them. bragging all night long. I got COVID. I work in record stores. <laughs> it's true. I made $11 an hour. Um, That's pretty good for a record part-time. store. It was great. It, you know, it was not bad. I mean, like, this wasn't like the nineties. This is, this is not that long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I would, I would check out the new things when they came out cause they would come to the store. This is in the, in the pre streaming mm-hmm. era, again, bragging about how old I am. And, uh, it, yeah, no, there, there was just, you know, I mean, I think he still has, he still has a voice. It's still there. I think he's got, you know, undeniably like one of the, one of the great, you know, he's got a great voice, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, you know, it doesn't come together. It doesn't come together. He yeah. had a great run. I remember you thinking know, this one album was terrible. That one record where it was all the, the covers. Hey, yeah, yeah. That oh, was that, not a good that's one. really rough. That was rough stuff. Right. It's that like was the him Van doing Morrison record where it's like, he just showed up and sat down and did it beginning to end. Yeah. <laughs> this is just like these covers he did on this thing. Yikes. Ah, who yeah. I don't know who wanted I don't know who wanted some of these covers from him. Arcade Fire. Not me, man. I mean, not me, man. Well, I'll say too that I think that uh, people really like the Pixies because Steve Albini just produced those records really, or I'm sorry, engineered those. He records, engineered those uh, really come, well. Come on, Ged. When you, yeah. you worked in a record store, for God's sake, Ed. You know he doesn't. I, I should. Records. I know. I should. I should. I should know better than that. I'm yeah. sorry. Thank I'm you. sorry, Steve, if you're listening, Mr. Albini. Say I'm sorry, Mr. Albini. Mr. Albini, I'm sorry for saying that you produced records. For saying that you produce records when everybody knows you engineer records. Everybody knows you engineer records. There you go. Wow, I got a narrated apology on my first call. Yeah, there you go. You did it, Jed. Better Jed. than I ever could have imagined. Yeah. 16 years <laughs> in the making. You did it, buddy. All right. I'll talk to you soon. You call it's again. Don't wait another 16, huh? <laughs> uh, okay. Thanks a lot, Tom. Have a good night. Good guy. Good guy. The hot phones. I'm being told these hot phones. Uh, I'm being told this next call. Uh, Famous person on the line. Famous person on the line. Here we go. I'm being told there's a famous person on the line. Caller? Wow. To whom wow, am I speaking? I get this thing, really? Oh, wait. I think I hit the wrong button. Oh. I meant to hit the button that hangs up on the calls. Not the one that says there's a famous person on the line. I'm kidding. Who is this? This is Wally Wacky Man. The one and only. The one and only. How are you, Wally Wacky Man? Now, for people who I'm don't good. know, you, for Tom? people who don't know, let me before you say how you're doing. For people okay, who don't okay. know, okay, okay, you say okay. It's a very talkative pu- puppet, and you're saying a talkative puppet. Wait, puppets call the best show? Yeah, they do call the best show. There's a puppet. A bleeping puppet calls the show. Think we're messing around? We got puppets on the line. And this puppet is known as 
one of the, uh, he's a member of the chosen people. He's a member of the tribe. His name's Wally Wacky Man, and it's a thrill to have Wally Wacky Man on the line. How are you tonight, Wally? I'm doing good, Tom. I'm, 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 uh, yeah, it's, it's a thrill to be here. Uh, it's, uh, especially on such a special occasion. I'm really, uh, just so excited for you. I think you got about what, 21 and a half to go. I mean, I can't wait to see what surprises you have and what guests. It's going to be something really special. I can't wait. I'm really excited. You know, I I believe in you. And, um, I get it. I get it. You're saying I'm doing, I'm not doing another 24 hour show. People said to me, Hey, when, Another? Wait, another? What? Okay. What? Yeah, we did it last week, Wally. Wally, I saw your what? tweets trying to get through. You can't pretend. I, I looked at Twitter. Every third tweet was, anybody else uh, having a hard time getting through? Anybody else? What are your tricks for getting through? Well, your tricks. You keep calling the number. That's a trick. This guy's like, anybody got any tricks? As if there's like some weird loop, as if it's time bandits. He's going to duck through a tunnel to get on the air. Okay, you caught me. I just thought it'd be a fun gag. No, it's a fun gag. Look, it is a fun gag, and you're a fun caller. But this Wally Wacky man, Thank we've you. for people who are saying like, well, Tom, it sounds like you have a very contentious relationship with this this puppet. I do, I do. We've had our ups, we've had our downs. I used to mm. ro- I used to be a roommate with Wally Wacky man. We lived uh, in New Rochelle together for three and a half years. Um. Wally uh, got a job at uh, Panera Bread, and then he uh, got injured at work because somebody poured some soup on his head, and I had to then carry all the, uh, I had to carry the workload. It was not a fun chapter. It's tough times. Tough times, thank you. But, but pressure, pressure uh, moves water through pipes. People say, what about pressure, Tom? People say, what about pressure? I says to you, pressure moves water through pipes. And it's a great uh, Bowie and Queen song. That's under pressure. Well, you know, it's part of the title. Yeah, you know what I mean. Under pressure. That's when you got a puppet. A puppet named Wally Wacky Man. Boom, boom, bob it. So, to what do I have the play? Did you like the twenty-four hour show, Wally? Oh yeah, it's amazing. I mean, it goes without saying. You know it. I know it. Everyone knows it. No, oh, that's sweet. You say. What were some of the highlights for you? Um. Well, uh, you know, I'm I'm still trying to catch up. Some, you know, uh, I was there for most of it, but obviously my dude's got to sleep, and uh, that that part was missing. Mm-hmm. But. uh yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you, Conan was great. Uh, Jarvis Cocker interview. Yeah, yeah. The really piggies. impressive. Yeah, cool. Uh, cool. You know, to hear him uh, talk about your book. You know, I'm sure you were very honored. I was. I was honored, Wally. Now, Wally, you do live shows for children. I know that's a big thing for you. Is that you like to get out in front of the kids and do, and 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 make them laugh. And bring yes, a, what I was originally built for. You were built for that. I would say you were born for that. You were not built. You were born. Um, okay. But you you and your, your cohort there, uh, Zany Zach is the guy's name, who 
the two of you do these shows for children. You do them uh, libraries, truck stops. You'll do them anywhere, anywhere that anywhere that's got an open power cord. Uh, you could pretty much say that uh, Wally and and uh, Zany Zach will put on a show for you. That's... Yeah, we'll do our best to accommodate, and uh, you know, even online, you know, for people who are not local, you know, we'll we'll make that happen too. Yeah, you could check them out. You go to uh, you go to like a Home Depot, and in the aisle eighteen, back by the by the two by fours, there's Zany Zach and Wally Wacky Man doing a, a show. Putting on a thing, uh, putting on a thing, making kids laugh. Ideally, when where where can people find out about these shows? Because I I think this is a nice thing. The world needs more laughter. The world needs more laughter, and I know I like nothing better for my entertainment dollar as an adult to attend a puppet show. Uh, a uh, solo, of course, no child. I don't have I don't have any children. I like to go to these puppet shows by myself. I'm not a creep, and I have to usually wear a sign that says, "I'm not a creep." At this, yes, I'm by myself, but I'm not a creep. I try just so just to calm everybody down. Where can people find? Yeah, I mean, uh, and that's on me. This has nothing to do with Zany Zach or anything. This is me making a, a joke about my own thing. You go to a zany Zach Wally Wacky Man show. It's good old fashioned fun for kids, and kids really do like it. I've seen videos of kids having a great time at your shows. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Sounds weirdly. Oh, it's a little, a little, 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 little unaffected there. Oh, I'm sorry. But no, it's just a little sorry, I'm just talking. Words. I'm giving the, I'm, I'm giving you a bleeping commercial here for the thing. Hmm, okay. Yeah. <laughs> huh. sound, no, yeah, yeah, thank you. Weirdly dismissive. Weirdly, I look at the chat. Weirdly dismissive, Wally Wackerman. Hmm. No, I go, no, that yeah, couldn't be further I'm saying from all the this truth. stuff. I go I and the kids love it. They're having a great time. Hmm. <laughs> Unbelievable. Can you believe Mike? Can you believe this guy? Mike, can you believe this guy? I'm giving no, man, him, I can't. I, I can't believe him. Mike, I'm giving him the sales pitch of a lifetime hey, here. Mike. I'm talking hey, this Wally, thing up. You? I'm talking this puppet right, show sure. up like nobody's business. Saying, "Oh, you got to hire him, get him, entertain your kids. You could do it on a Zoom." Hmm. As if I said, "Oh, hey, did you did you hear that uh, the uh, McDonald's is bringing back the McRib next month?" Hmm. <laughs> like that's what you'd say. Look, what would? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm commercial. So I, might well, uh, I, I, I might as I, I might as well hired a skywriter uh, for this one. <laughs> the the amount I was doing to hype you up with this. Hmm. I was at a loss for words. I'm usually when I when I think of you talking about me, it's usually uh, <laughs> that I've died or that I've committed a crime. So when yeah. you're all of a sudden just singing my praises like yeah. crazy, it's, it's yeah. a little uh, mm. it's a little out of the field. You know what I say to that? Hmm. Yeah, what? How do you oh, like it? Okay. Mm. Yeah, no, let me okay, give. I, no, I want to give. Let me seriously give the information now to uh, that people can check out uh, Wally Wack, uh, Wally Wacky Man, and Zany Zach. They want to hire him for the kids' party. Um, go to uh, hmm dot com and uh, you can get more info. Oh boy. 
<laughs> Never gonna live this down. Now, where? How can people get your uh, info for your parties? Well, um, we don't we don't have a, a, a you know an official website just yet per se, but on the on the, all the typical social media, yeah, you, you go to Zany Zach with with the C H Z A C H, and then it's J J M M P P. Zany Zach, the Jolly Jester's Magical Mayhem and Puppet Pandemonium. Well, good, as long as it's not overly complicated. That's the the most important thing is that uh, it's not overly complicated here. I feel like I'm uh, trying to crack a code. Uh, This is, was this a numbers station I'm talking to here? I'm expecting uh, a Yankee Foxtrot Hotel. Is that what you're going to say next? Zany Zach. Someone squatting on the Facebook and Twitter, so we had to we had to add something else to make it different. Someone has it. Both both things are not active, but what can you do, right? What can you do? So people go to Zany's. What is it again? Say it again. Zany Zach J J M M P P. Zany Zach J J M M P P. For for puppet pandemonium, yes. Oh, oh, of course, for puppet pandemonium. How silly of me to have not. No, I mean, look. I'm just reminding. You. I'm just reminding you. God bless you, Z- uh, Wally Wacky Man. I want you to book. This is my dream for you. You got a schedule booked so tight up and down that you got to turn people away. That's what I. Sounds good to me. We'll share that dream. Yeah, we. But but it. But, but hmm. Between hmm and uh, yeah, you go to uh, Zany Zach J J K M L O P triple Z subtract four. I don't know what I don't. It's not. It's it's not exactly flowing. Zany Wally Wacky Man. If if it was if if just Zany Zach was available, believe us, believe you, believe us. Okay, we would have taken it. Well, I'm going to give you this, and I'm going to give you better. This is what I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you yep. on the air. So you're going to be in a foot race to sign up for the account. Say. What? Because some other lunatic, I'm going to say this. And so one of these other mutants that listens to the show is going to try to get the name and sell it to you for 10 grand. But I have a loophole for it. Private you. message me, baby. Private message me. <laughs> you want me to private message you? Wanted on my Twitter when that was suggested. Then I had to convince them to give it to me years ago. I got to look. Do like a variant, Zany Zach. What about like Zane? Let's see. You're telling me to do it off air, but I don't want to. That's a whole. That's the. <laughs> well, well, you you just said it, and it's true. Someone's gonna okay. grab it. Then how about this? It. How about this? This is a fair one. Zany Zach, not racist. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, geez. But it's true. You're not racist. Yeah, but I think saying that will just get people thinking, I bet he's kind of racist, but he has to make a point. Then how about this? <laughs> Zany's, how about this? Zany Zach, no longer racist. Well, no, that really oh, just made, that's, that's the word. That's much worse. That's I take that one back. Strike that one. <laughs> Strike that one from the record right there. That may, that clearly implies you used to be racist. <laughs> Typically people who are the loudest about not being racist okay. are well, the how, most racist. How about this? Zany Zach not in jail anymore. 
Well, that'll go well with the parents looking <laughs> to book their birthday party. Zany Zach, not an ex. No, they see this is. Yeah, not in jail. Imply like like. Zany Zach, not in jail. That. Yeah. But that implies you were like people would be like, wait, was this puppet in jail? Um, yeah, it uh, may not go over well either. Um, yeah, well, any of this not in race, not racist, not in jail thing. Strike all of this. If anybody's hearing this, he's not a racist. He's never has been a racist. He's a great. He he believes in in uh, in in uh, equality for all. Yep, that goes for both of us. Um, that goes for both of you. He has not served time. Um, is that because you've yet to be convicted, or is that you beat the rap? Oh, boy. Because you beat no, the rap. No, I was not at the Capitol. He was not at the Capitol. Because somebody's saying in the chat right now, what about this photo of, Zane, of Wally Wacky Man and Zany Zach uh, lugging this podium through the... That's not that's not you. I'm telling oh, them, that's not you. Brother. <laughs> no. Everybody, I'm teasing Zach right now and Wally Wacky Man. All jokes aside, Zany Zach, Wally Wacky Man do fun shows for kids. Kids truly love it. It's a great time. If you got a kid or if you're a kid at heart, that'd be a little weird though. Kid at heart. Some guy's like, I'm a kid at heart. Do the show. <laughs> hey, I'm some, a kid at heart. Some guy wants us to do a birthday yeah. party if, he, if the yeah. check clears, right? Yeah. Do a show for me and my knife. <laughs> well, that's a different situation. What if it came down? What if a guy was like, will you do a show for me and my knife? Uh, we might need to <laughs> negotiate the knife more. <laughs> and then he's just like, uh-huh, the knife likes you. Like the knife is having a good time, but you know, uh, Wally, if he ever says my knife's getting hungry, that's when you got to run. Yeah, yeah. If he ever just says, I think that's, "That's a plan," my knife. Yeah. If he ever just says, "Hey, Wally, my knife's getting hungry," you just say, "Show's over." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> say, sure hey, thing I'm gonna go and, to the car. Um, this is what you say. I'm gonna go to the car for a second and get some prizes. And then he looks out okay, in his driveway and he sees, Vroom. oh, but I'll tell you one thing. You better, you better make sure you got a tune up on your car. If you, if you run out on this guy and your car stalls at the end of his driveway, that's lights out, baby. That's lights out for <laughs> Wally. Out horrible, that's baby. lights out for Wally Wacky, man. Lights yeah, out. I don't like the sound of that. I don't. Why? Hey, we, we just were trying to run. Come on. See, all kidding aside, because this is a serious business, I appreciate that you're doing this. You're finally getting a chance with the pandemic passing now to hopefully get out there and do shows. Some shows you'll do virtually. Other things uh -huh. you'll get hopefully get to start doing in person again. So people can go to Zany Zach, and it's Z-A-C-H. And what are the other letters after that? It's JJ. JJ, M which stands M for what? What? JJ stands for 
Jolly Jester. Jolly Jester. An MM for magical mayhem. Hold on. Because there's some magic included. Zany, Zach, Jolly Jester. What else? MM. MM for magical mayhem. And then TP for puppet pandemonium. Puppet pandemonium. I'm just going to say this. And this is. You you don't need to. all the words, it's just no, the, the letters, letters that the you letters. need to remember. Zany, Zach, J-J-M-M-P-P. I want to get YouTube. YouTube is just Zany, Zach, but the others, it's all, right, all that. Take it, take it. Easy. I'm trying to find, I finally narrowed, I finally got a clear path here to promote your thing, and now you're telling people to just skip it and go to YouTube. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that's the, the one exception where we were able to get just Zany Zach is YouTube. The rest are the JJMMPP thing. This is what I want to say, Wally Wacky Man. There is no way on earth. Look, maybe you couldn't get Zany Zach. You couldn't have just said Zany Zach MMPP. You had to have JJMMPP. Yeah, we were just going with the full name of the thing. All right, fair enough. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Wally Wacky Man and and again if you got a kid what is the age range on this? Three? Would you say three? Um, five? What is when can a kid when is this show uh, something a, a little kid could appreciate? I think maybe three is a good starting point three to maybe like ten or eleven twelve at most I would so think like, before they lose interest so like three to ten, kind of like three to ten would cover it. Uh, yeah, that's probably fair. Mm-hmm. I hope you don't ever do any of these shows and you get some hoodlum like, uh, like what's his face uh, in uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure where he goes, "Yeah, you're gonna do this show." Like, oh, I hope that never happens. That you don't yeah, show yeah, up. Yeah, I'd like a- to stay hoodlum free. Stay hoodlum free. No street toughs. I'm gonna say this right now. He'll do a show with any, for anybody. He would even do one for the knife guy. If a guy says, there's two of us, it's me and my knife, Zany Zach's going to show up. And he's going to do this show like you never saw before. He'd do the show. If Bill, if Bill Engvall called and wanted to see a puppet show, if the comedians of uh, Redneck Comedy wanted a thing, Blue Collar Comedy, whatever they're called, he'll do a thing with them. But I'll tell you this, no street toughs, no street toughs, no hoodlums, no, no roustabouts, uh, no rapscallions. Yeah, indeed. They can, um, you know, need not apply. Need not apply. Take your business elsewhere. And he'll, he's not, I'm going to say this right now. If you're one of these insurrectionists, too bad. It's one of the freedoms you lose. You cannot book Zany Zach, JJMMPP at your, uh, to entertain your child. Good point. Is that fair? Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't want to associate Everybody with Everybody else can book it. Everybody else can go to at Zany Zach, JJMMPP. Book away. Definitely. Now, are we, you worried? We to do you worry about bootleggers at the shows ever? 
You ever worry that you look out and you see somebody you... filming the show and then like they don't, you know, I just want to just want to see what the what the parameters are for uh, this. You know, I mean, I would hope it would be like, you know, as a memento for the for the kid or the family or whatever. And mm-hmm. I, I doubt people are going to go out of their way to like post it online like it's some comedian, like some big celebrity or some, you know, music act like, you know, putting my act online. But because uh, I didn't want to say this. I don't know. I haven't Wall, Wally Wacky Man, I didn't want to say this. Me and AP Mike went to go look for some new DVDs a few weeks ago. And we were in the yeah. we were in the uh, Dwayne Reed parking lot in Bayonne, uh-huh. and there was some guy selling a Wally Wacky Manzani Zach live show. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I don't know how that's possible. Yeah, it was sick. I was said, "This is you don't have the right for this. We'll have to, you know, the right to sell this. We'll have to crack down." You know who it was but when when I asked the bootlegger, "What did he think about it?" Because he usually has seen them all. Yeah. He just uh, made a face and shook his head. Oh boy! Yeah, yeah. you don't <laughs> like that, do you? You don't like that. So the boot, the bootlegger basically went, "Hmm, not a good copy." That's what he says. That's what he says when he's being kind. Not a good copy. Yeah. So oh he's not boy. judging the content; he's judging the quality of the uh, yeah. image. Right. Right. Well, he's not the target audience exactly, so I'm not too concerned. Okay. Good. Well, I just want to. We want. I want you, this is, this would be my dream. And this is probably the worst thing I could say, but is also the most truthful thing I would say. Wally wacky man. I hope you get so many bookings that when you say, when somebody says, Hey, uh, Wally wacky man, are you going to call the best show? You say, nah, I don't call that show anymore. I don't need it. Oh, no, no, no. That would, it would break my heart. It would break my heart to but hear that. It, it, it would break never, my heart to hear that, but then happen. you know what I would say? I'd say, good for him. I'd say, good for him. If I heard well, that somebody well, said, I if always, I heard that somebody said to me a year from now, they said, you know, Zany Zach's so popular, Wally Wacky, man, they're doing their shows. You can't even book these. You can't even book them. They're so busy. And I said to, I ran into Wally Wacky Man and I went to, uh, I went to uh, the, uh, I went to uh, the, what's a fancy restaurant in New York? What's a, fa- a fancy restaurant? Tavern oh, on the Green. I, 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 went to ta- I went to Tavern okay. on the Green. I looked over and at the prime table, I see Wally Wacky Man and Zany Zach living the high life. And I went up and said, can I ask you a question? And they said, I guess. Um, and then I said, are you ever going to be on the best show again? And then they both turned and in unison said, not a chance. That guy sucks. I would say to myself, I'd say to myself that hurts, but you know what? God bless him. He's, he's on the rise. He's going where he was meant to go this whole time. God bless him. That's what I would say. Well, I don't foresee it, but Tom, I just want to say, you know, thank you for everything. Thanks for not for this plug. I but don't foresee um, it. Hold on a second. Let's 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 zero in on that. You don't foresee telling people, yeah, I'm not going to do that. He sucks. Could have said, oh, I would never say yeah. that. 
I don't foresee it. Well, means it's means the circumstances <laughs> will dictate whether that happens or not. Not you. Not you. The circumstances. I don't foresee I don't it. Foresee I'm sure I will always happen. I will always have some availability in my schedule. Not insult Tom that way after all he did for me. Never, ever, ever. Well, I don't foresee that happening. Pat, can you believe this guy? Oh boy, Pat, I can't believe I can't believe it's it's you, you've taken this this far. Hey, I'm this, doing this a bleeping infomercial for this guy. The my yeah. pillow guy doesn't talk this much about product. Would you do a show for the my pillow yeah, guy? If the my pillow guy, <laughs> lately he's got other he's got other things he's been talking about lately. Yeah. Yeah, that could be your next puppy. Just take one of his dumb pillows and fold it in half and make it go, Hey, everybody, it's me! (laughs) (laughs) A new puppet in the fold. My pillow. Put a cross around his neck. He's got a cross, blue shirt. Put a blue pillowcase on it like that idiot wears those shirts. And a cross around his neck and put a mustache on the pillow. Hey, it's me, the My Pillow Puppet. I don't foresee Hard it. Pass. I don't foresee it. <laughs> Wally, you, you know broke my did. heart. You broke my heart, Wally Wacky Man. No, no. <laughs> Seriously, everybody it go to... It will never happen. Go to Zany Zach JJMMPP and book a show because apparently uh, this guy uh, doesn't foresee... Uh, saying to a complete stranger that I suck. Also, that's the other element. There's a stranger coming up to you saying, hey, will you ever go back on the best show? And you say, yeah, not not going to happen. He sucks. I And you don't foresee saying that to a stranger. Oh, what am I going to do? Because... Because it'll never happen. Because it'll never happen. There we go. Look, you're the best. That's why I don't force you. You know how I feel about you. You're top. You're top notch. You're top notch. You're top notch, Wally. Yeah, you are. Guy. You are. You're. You're even better. Mm, thank you. I appreciate it. You know, I say that. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Mm. All right. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. I'll but, talk to you. But soon. seriously, we yeah? we wouldn't. Uh, you know. We wouldn't what? You know, neither of us would be in this. Neither of us would be in the position to be able to do shows uh-huh. if it weren't for all of your help and support over the years and helping with the now campaign. Now it's just the, a uh, can. Now this is just canned patter. This is can. What am I on the no, Jerry Lewis I, telethon now? <laughs> and, and and you're plugging and, me. No, I'm going to show like gratitude. P, this is like PBS. He's reading from a script. He's reading from a script. And caller. And it's like and and viewers like you. We want to thank the uh, what? Who do they thank on that uh, thing? They thank uh, some multinational corporations, and with the help of viewers like you, I just got viewers like you by Wally Wacky Man, as if I'm on a bleeping PBS uh, uh, credits. Outside of the Walliner family, yeah, you're the next. You're the next top contributor. Of support and that's true. Aid 
to be in sex. Oh, well, that's in, in our Look, endeavors. And you know how I feel. And we are etern- eternally, eternally grateful. Look, buddy, you know I'm just teasing you a little bit. You know that. Sure. You know. But I just want to, I want you to know well, this. I want you to know to say From that the bottom of our heart. Wally and Zany Zach. Wally. That we could never repay. Wally, well, yeah, we'll find a way you could repay it. Yeah, we'll wash my car <laughs> with Wally. All right. I want to see you washing it with Wally. <laughs> use him as a chamois. Oh. I want to see you use Wally as a sham. I want to see you in the full, I want to see Zany oh. Zach in full jester outfit. Wa- uh, cleaning my uh, cleaning the rims of my tire with uh, with Wally Wacky Man using him as a, a buffing buffing my car with Wally's face. <laughs> <laughs> well, this just took a turn. <laughs> Wally, Zany Zach, I love you. Everybody, book him for your party. Zany Zach, JJ MMPP. Thanks, Tom. Great of talking course. to you. Talk to you soon. There we go. That was, a, that was fun. Three more calls and the best show's done. Best show, hello. Hey, Tom. Hey, to whom am I speaking? This is Tony in Orlando. How are Tony you doing, Tony Orlando? Well, Mr. Orlando. Tony it's, Orlando. It's a, not, it's a, t- not Tony Orlando. It's a big Tony thrill. Uh, knock three times uh, is one of my favorite songs, sir. Uh, I'm a big fan of Candida. Uh, it's an honor to have Tony Orlando on the show. Hold on, it's a famous person on the line. Famous person on the line. Here we go! Here we go! It's exciting. Yes, I get the. I got the bumper. A million. This is a multi-million unit selling recording artist. The one and only Tony Orlando is on the show. Mister Orlando, how are you? I'm doing great, and you just made my entire day or week. I'm not sure which one, but I love that that you did that. Now, Tony Orlando, you put out an album in 1990 called Back Back to My Roots. And with that album, you did songs that you grew up on. What, what What was the motivation for that album? The thing about what I've done with all those albums is I got way There's no such album called doing. Back to My Roots, you liar. <laughs> you, oh, come I on, this you, is man. Stolen Valor. Give me, this is Stolen give me a chance, Valor. Give me a chance to ask. Give me a chance to at least say thank you for everything you've been so hold doing. On. Your you name, love what you're doing. To, to be fair you're to you, play, hold on. To be fair to you, I am Tony your name is Tony, Orlando. and you're calling from the city of Orlando. Yes, and I'm now, not actually Tony Orlando. Did you ever Which think, is one of the greats. He's one of the greats. Did you ever think once, by throwing around when you go, hey, oh, yeah, no, I, when you go, hey, I it's Tony in Orlando, you never thought once that that might sound like I'm. This is Tony Orlando. Uh, it's crossed my mind a couple of times, but I love that you grabbed it and gave me the bumper. Game over. I could do no better. So what can I do for you, Tony in Orlando? Well, first of all, can I please just thank you for everything, what you've done with the book. Loved it. What you've done through this marathon, loved every minute of it. It was so great. So much fun. Thank you. Buddy. I mean, from minute one, when Kurt Vile put the phone down and played fucking... Hey, I'm watch sorry. The language. I'm so sorry. Get off my... Yeah. When yeah. he... When he Get no, off don't do my it. phone. How dare you? 
look, John Gabris comes in, yeah, he curses us up a storm. He's a guest. He's company. I'm not going to let some Tony Orlando impersonator come on here and do that. Best show. Hi, Tom. This is Josh from Pittsburgh. How Josh are you? from Pittsburgh. How are you, Josh? Oh, I'm just great, you know, living the dream. Tom, I got to say, um, this this call has been like 15 years in the making. I finally work up the courage to call in. That's amazing. We've gotten a few uh, people who have not ever called but have listened for a long, long time to call tonight, and that's truly exciting. Really, all, all kidding yeah. aside, that's amazing, Josh. Thank you. So I have a few thank yous to, to uh, you know, I'm backed up on that. So uh, thank you for that Ram tribute the CD. <laughs> oh, so we're and, going, we're going and, all the way back on this. So you, these are all the things you've yeah. been meaning to say to me. You're going to say now in one call. Absolutely. Absolutely. Here we go. No, that they, uh, the uh, best show DVD, you know, well worth the wait. Thank you. Well, well worth the wait. You've had it for, you've had it for 12 years now. Oh yes, yes, but still, you know what I? Still, I like to like give it a little time between viewings, you know. Of course, yeah. Let, let so I can be surprised when I watch it again. Um, Makes perfect uh, sense. Best Show Magazine, of course. Thank you, the Best Show Magazine. Yes, all the all your all your favorites. Um, <laughs> so what? Uh, what else? Yeah, is going of course, on, Josh. What else? Oh, jeez, um, um, the box set. No, why did you call? <laughs> oh, oh, I have one for the topic. What do you got? Let's hear it. So, um, when growing up as a kid, I used to watch Time Bandits like crazy, and it was like my favorite movie. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I got a job at a video store in high school, and they let me watch all these movies, and I just grew to love Terry Gilliam and mm -hmm. everything he did, even like the stuff people thought was bad or whatever. I was like, ah, it's. It's still got. I even watch Jabberwocky, you know, and oh, uh, I can't Jabberwocky. So no good. No, it's it's rough. It it's, sucks. Uh, it's sort of like uh, the dress rehearsal for Holy Grail. Yeah, kinda. exactly. It's just know. he's he's not he's not there yet. That movie is. I know it's supposed to be ugly, but it's ugly. It's not f even a oh, little yeah. bit fun. You you want to take a shower after you watch it. So Terry Gilliam, so, when did you when did you think he lost it? Oh, I can tell you the exact moment. It's it was two thousand five. He hadn't been making a movie. I, he kind of tested my patience with Fear and Loathing Las Vegas. I thought that was kind of that's a good movie. Exhausting and that's an exhausting movie. Like it? It's an exhausting book. It's, it's a, exhausting. It's it's yes, supposed it's to true. be exhausting. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. It just it, it caught me off guard when I saw it. So sure, it was. Uh, because he came off from Twelve Monkeys to like this insane vision, and and I I hadn't taken drugs at all back then, and, and that, I was like, that's probably what it's like, right? I don't know. They had a they had a <laughs> they had a they had a trunk full of every drug on earth. I don't know what that is like. <laughs> yeah, you know me doing uh, Adrenochrome. You know me, right? I just like injecting pituitary, just, uh, 
fluid from a uh, from an animal into my forehead? <laughs> Who do you think I am? You think I'm Joe Rogan? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> um, no. Sorry, I just I just worry with that guy in the parking lot. What he uh, oh no that look that was a mistake, and I own my portion of that mistake. I went to go see the song remains the same, and a guy was like, "Hey, you wanna you want some candy outside the theater?" Like, yeah, I was like, "These aren't like gummies, though. Like, these aren't like." And he's like, "No, no," and he's like, "Chew it up, chew it up," and even moved my jaw a little bit, like I you know, like he he grabbed my jaw and made sure I chewed it up. Right. And um yeah, it was uh something else. <laughs> and then suddenly I realized nothing more than suddenly when me a stranger, he slipped stranger me a manipulates your jaw. Yeah, he slipped me a Mickey. And then yeah. we are gonna catch him. We're we're closing in on him. For anybody who's I see people in the the chat are asking, we are closing in on him. I feel like a, a, an arrest okay. will be uh imminent. I have put flyers up in Pittsburgh, so thank you. He because he you know. he can he could be on the run too. So yeah. Um, okay, so when do you think Terry Gilliam lost it? So he hadn't made a movie for a long time, and I I rented in two thousand five. I rented Tideland, mm-hmm. and uh, the movie itself, I didn't care one way or the other about it. But he and if if you watched it on DVD or whatever. He opens it by introducing the movie in like a little one minute video of himself talking. Hi, and that was the first Terry time Gilliam. I ever I tell everybody, this is my new movie, Tideland. <laughs> You're that far off. It, it, it's like, yeah, that's it was why the very I first said time it. I ever heard him talk. <laughs> you think we could come on and do a bad impression? I made this movie, <laughs> no, no, no. Tideland, and it really captures the journey of a young child. (laughs) (laughs) It it was the first time I heard him talk as himself, really. You know, I only saw him before in like, in like the little cameos he did in uh, the Monty Python stuff. And I'm watching, I'm just going, Oh no. Oh no. And that, that whole video ends with the, uh, after he does that giggling and, 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 and talking about the movie, it, it slowly fades out, and he's just going, "Thank you, thank you, brother." And so that was it. that would be enough to do it for me, also. Yeah, it was like he it, it put a permanent stain on every one of his movies. So I haven't, I don't think I've seen a Terry Gilliam movie since. Well, God bless you. I got to take another call in the <laughs> final four minutes of the show, buddy. Thank Thomas you, for that great, Thank you. That was a great call. Thank you. Final call. Final call. Final call, final call. Best show. Hey, how's it going, Tom? Good. Who am I speaking to right now? Speaking to Sam from Atlanta. Sam, how are you? I'm doing wonderful, Tom. How about yourself? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, To what do I owe the pleasure of this call? Okay, so I heard the topic. I was watching the stream in the Twitch chat, and someone had brought up Markel Fultz as an artist who fell off and I was like oh sports talk we could we could go into that that angle of it and have some interesting conversations with it because I have a player near and dear to my heart that I I want to talk about for a little bit do it 
Who? All right. Um, so there's a power forward that the Atlanta Hawks drafted back in 2005 by the name of Josh, Josh Smith. Smith. Was, I, yeah. I, I think he's most known for that Detroit Pistons team that tried three big men and just it didn't go anywhere. Um, but he mostly played on these like scrappy young Hawks teams that just like they were the underdogs of the world. They went against that Celtics team that won, won the title in 08. Mm-hmm. They were like looking really, really sharp. He was just a defensive stud. He had some of the flashiest dunks I think I'd ever seen. And then sometime, sometime in like 2009, he discovers the three point shot. That you, you, like, are you telling the truth? Because that guy could throw it down so hard. Some of the most spectacular dunks I've ever seen are Josh Smith dunks. Honestly. And yeah. there's just like highlights from that that dunk contest he did his rookie year. Like they still like live in my head. Like it's it's beautiful watching. It's like watching like an artist doing his craft to like such a T. So mm-hmm. then he gets the three point shot and it just it's like when a band discovers jazz, but they're not talented enough to play jazz. Yes. You know, it, it's, it's, it's not a good time. So I think my very final game I watched, it was the year before he got traded to the Pistons. Um, we're playing against the Pacers. He pulls up. We're like down four or five. You know, the, the best play here would be if he was to go and like cross the baseline or pass it out to another player. Instead, He's got two players on him. He shoots a three, and I hear the entirety of Phillips Arena in downtown Atlanta go, no, as he shoots the three. (laughs) It was like this syncopated moment of everybody just being like, okay, this isn't going to work. He's got to go. And it was just wild to witness live. Um, Mm -hmm. And I don't think I've ever felt that strongly about a player. No. Changing up his craft as much Sam, as Josh Smith. Sam, I got to go. This was yeah. a truly great call, and your observations are spot on. Josh Smith lost it, and it was like a light switch got thrown, uh, and it did not come back, and it was a real bummer because he was such a thrilling player. Thank you for the call. Yeah. All right, everybody. Best show has ended. Next week, we got a whopper of an episode for you. We got a live band coming in and a guest who's a legitimate get. Can't say who it is just yet. Got to confirm it. We will be back next week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting the show. Thanks to Jeff Fierzig for uh, helping book uh, stuff last week, Mike Watt. So appreciated. And if you ever have any questions about the Best Show 24, I'll keep answering them because I'm so proud of it. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye.